This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. From historic Arlen Field here in Mansfield, Ohio, a great place to watch a game and call a game. And it is already somehow time for week 11 of the high school football season around the state of Ohio, otherwise known as the first week of high school playoffs around the state. And we are in for a great one tonight, a rematch from a game that took place just five weeks ago across town in Lexington as the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers get set to welcome the Lexington Minutemen. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you on a dreary just a dreadful, awful night, if we're being honest about it, here at Arlen Field. It is wet, it is rainy, and uh, it is cold. But what do you expect? It's playoff football in the state of Ohio, and that's uh, that's just how it goes. But fortunately, and we'll talk about this in just a minute, the conditions tonight, I think, actually play very well into Lexington's hands. And uh, like I said, we'll get to that in just a minute as the Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tiger Marching Band is down on the field performing their pregame rituals. And we are just so excited to be here uh, in week 11 as, uh, of course, let's address the elephant in the room, Nick. This would not be happening if the OHSAA did not expand the playoff format to 16 teams. However, Lexington has made their case to be in the playoffs, and they are going to be a tough out here in the first round and not a team that I would have wanted to play if I were Mansfield Senior. Uh, a couple of reasons for that. One, Lex coming in very hot the last two weeks. They've outscored opponents 94-12. to They also, let's be honest about it, blew a couple of games against Ashland and Clear Fork, or else Lexington may be playing a home game tonight. They may have gotten a top eight seed had they finished those two games off. So really, you've got a four and six 13 seed that really should be a six and four, seven or eight seed. Uh, but they just, uh, they didn't have the resume when the season ended. But certainly they have the talent, the coaching, the ability uh, to be a top eight seed. So really, I, in my opinion, Nick, this may be the marquee matchup in the region tonight, in my opinion, even though on paper, you know, you see a 14 versus, or a, excuse me, a four versus a 13, you don't always think that way. But uh, this is, uh, I believe, one of the best matchups in Division Three Region 10 tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a great matchup. Lex came out a little flat in the first uh, meeting this year. M tried to make a comeback late in the game, but fell short. But I, th I think this Lex team is come a long ways since they played early in the season. I mean, this this Lexington team, the last couple games has just been dominant on the ground. I mean, they destroyed Mansfield, had a great win last week at home to, to end the regular season, to get into the playoffs against River Valley, who's not a who's not a slouch by any means, and they took care of them pretty easily. So I think this Lex team is going to come out fired up. Obviously, they're going to be the underdogs in, the, in, in this game tonight, but I think that's how Coach Gerhardt likes it. He likes playing with the chip on his shoulder. Absolutely. And they're going to play hard tonight. And that's when Lexington does seem to play at their best, when they do have that chip on their shoulder. And um, Nick did mention uh, that Lexington beat River Valley last week. River Valley got in as the 11 seed. So you beat an 11 seed by 40 points last week. 
as we pause for the national anthem. And with that, we're just about ready for football here at Arlen Field. Playoff action, Mansfield Senior and Lexington. But uh, just before the national anthem there, I was mentioning, I mean, Lexington beat an 11 seed in the region, a team that's ahead of them in the region by 40 points last week. So obviously uh, they're a team to be respected. I'm sure Coach Chokey Bradley over at Mansfield Senior, they do respect Lexington. Uh, I'm sure uh, that, that they're, you know, geared up and ready to go for this matchup. But I'm sure that uh, Mansfield Senior's probably sitting there thinking, why could we have not drawn like a 2-8 a and eight or a 3-7-16 and seven, 16 seed or something like that? I mean, you've got a, a team – uh, like I mentioned, uh, Lexington, just such a high-caliber offense. They finished second in the OCC in scoring this year, uh, and they're coming to your field. That's not exactly how you'd want the first round to be painted. This is really more of a second-round matchup, in my opinion. But only one team is going to leave tonight and make it to the second round, and we'll know shortly who that is as we are just uh, less than a minute away from kickoff. Let's get you uniforms now, brought to you by a Material Girl. In times like these, shopping online has become a necessity. Thankfully, there's a Material Girl. A Material Girl is a locally owned women's boutique where there's something for everyone. AMG specializes in hand-picked women's clothing at an affordable price. Check out fashionbyamg.com. That's fashionbyamg.com. Lexington going with an awesome combo tonight. And they are gonna go with the white jerseys, purple letters and numbers, a little bit of gold trim. Black pants tonight with the block L on the left hip and their purple helmets with the player numbers on the right side. Minuteman block L on the left side. So white jerseys, black pants, and then Mansfield Senior going with their all orange home unis. The orange jerseys, orange pants, a little bit of white and brown trim on those. Orange helmets with the tiger paw on either side. Mansfield Senior will kick off to start tonight's ball game. They'll kick it from right to left, and Sean Putt specifically will be the one to kick it off for the uh, senior high T.Y. Tigers. Back to receive Carson Berry, who's staring right down the barrel of that single-season scoring record. If he scores twice tonight, he is the new Lexington all-time single-season scoring record holder, and he may be the one to return this kick. We'll see what Senior High does, and we'll get Nick's keys to the game here in just a moment as we are set for playoff action. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Sean Putt runs up. He squibs it down the field. Byrice is going to pick it up from the 22. He's to the 25. He's to the 30, trying to break out of a tackle, and it's going to take a bunch of Tigers to bring him down out at the 34. And the Minutemen are going to have tremendous field position to start this ball game. Nick, keys to the game tonight for the, for the Minutemen. I think the key major key is making a statement on this first drive. I think Lex, great field position. You got to come out, go all the way down the field. You got to punch in a touchdown here and then I'll, and then try to get a three and out right away on defense too. Lex really got to come out, set the tone early because you know you're going to get a high dosage here at Carson Berry and it's going to happen all night. So just set it early and keep it rolling. Minutemen come out first and 10. They'll start with the football at the 33-yard line. Cole Pauly's going to go in the pistol, one to the left, one to the right. He takes the snap, give Carson Berry off the right side, and he's going to go off that right side for one yard. Second and nine coming up. And that's just what we thought the Minutemen would do tonight. Conditions, too, would uh, really dictate somewhat tonight uh, the run game. It's not a favorable night to throw the ball. 
quite a breeze down on the field. And also with just rain all day long, uh, even though it's not currently raining, the turf is going to get the football wet. Pauly in the pistol, one wide to each side. Second and nine, takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking right. Got his man. It is Hudson Moore, and he's forced out at the 37. So he'll gain three. It's going to set up third and six. Well, that was a good job there from Cold. Not to force anything, didn't panic, just took what the defense was giving him, picked up a couple. And we mentioned in the pregame show, Mansfield Sr., in the first matchup five weeks ago at Lexington, they won 23-14, to but they came right out and drove right down the field and got the lead on the Minutemen. Tonight, the Minutemen start with the football, and now they have it third and six at their own 37. Paulie's going to send two to the right, one to the left in the shotgun this time. He's got By Rice on his left hip. Paulie, third and six from the 37, takes the snap, fakes the give, and he's going to be hit and sacked immediately. I mean, he barely had time to even catch the snap, and Malachi Mays in there to make the sack for the Tigers. Minutemen going to have to punt here on possession number one. Yeah, Mays just shot through that line very quickly. And like you said, Cole got the snap and was hit right away. So that'll set him back to the 31. Loss of six there, and it'll set up fourth and 12. Back deep to uh, take this punt snap is A.J. Young. He takes the snap. He will get off a high short kick. It's going to bounce right on the sideline. He gets a decent roll. Still not going to be a very long punt, though. And the Tigers... Wow, that's a great spot for the Tigers. I thought it was at least a few yards further back than that, but they're going to give them the 47-yard line, so the Tigers going to start right near midfield. AJ got a ton of hang time on that one. It just didn't go anywhere. So here we go. First time we'll see the Tiger offense tonight. 10-19 to go first quarter. Brock Hill is going to come out. He's in the pistol. Two, uh, two wide to each side in a stacked formation. And the Tigers have it at their own 47. Brock Hill with Ricky Mills in the backfield. Takes the pistol snap, flings it out near side to Amar Davis. He's going to take it down the near sideline, and he's wrapped up by Byrice and tackled out of bounds at the 50, a gain of three. Hey, good job from Byrice to fly in from that uh, safety position, get Amar down before he can get going. So they'll actually give him four. Second and six, they do get over midfield to the Lex 49-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol again. Two stacked wide to each side. Ricky Mills, the back, right behind him. Minutemen trying to dictate how things go defensively early on tonight. Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's loading up. Now he's going to have to roll to the right. He's going to throw. He's got Bradley, and he throws it at his feet incomplete. A big third down coming up for the Minutemen, third and six. And that was great coverage downfield from Lex. They, Brock thought he had a post route over the middle, but the Lex defense recovered nicely and forced the bad throw. So a huge third down coming up here for the Tigers, third and six. Brock Hill in the pistol again. Bradley and Gross stacked off to the right. Owens and Amar Davis stacked off to the left. 
Third and six, Hill takes the snap. He's back, Minutemen rushing. Hill has to load up and throw it in. He's got a man, it's Miles Bradley at the 40, makes a man miss, and now he's down the far sideline, 25-20, 15, and he's knocked out at the 12. That was gonna go from a Minuteman sack to a big play by the Tigers in just a couple of seconds, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and that's a tough play too. Cade Neichler was on the coverage and Bradley ran an out route with how slick this turf is. Caden couldn't properly plant and cut effectively to get there in time. And then Bradley did the rest with his legs. And Brock Hill going to leave the game this time. They're going to go in a wildcat look here with Avion Gross. Gross in the pistol for the Tigers. He takes the snap, and he's going to run off the left side. Minutemen trying to get him, and they get out there on the edge. A good tackle by A.J. Young. But still... A gain of three, and the Tigers, who are now in the red zone, are down to the nine-yard line. And the bad thing with them starting the drive on the 13, they can still pick up a first down. Yep, starting this series of downs. They can get a first down on the three. Is that right, Nick? Second and seven coming up from the nine. So they can get a first down on the two as Gross again will take the Wildcat snap. He's dancing around. Minutemen are going to have him bottled up, and they get him out on the edge. He still gets a couple of yards, but good job by the Minutemen there to keep him contained. That's going to set up third down. Yeah, only picked up two there. Interesting here, too, that now Brock Hill's going to come back on, but you, you got the football moving, and you take Brock Hill off the field two plays in a row. So here we go. Can the Minutemen bend without breaking? Third and five from the seven. Brock Hill going to go in the pistol. One wide to each side. It's a power-looking pistol formation. Takes the snap. He's going to run up the middle. And the Minutemen have him bottled up, and they get him at the six. Great play there is, I believe, that was Briar Miller flying up and getting him by the ankles. Fourth and four coming up. It looks like they actually gave him the five. But still, fourth and three. This, this will be a big stop for Lex. As in case you couldn't tell by that statement from Nick, Mansfield is going for it. Fourth and three coming up. Brock Hill in the pistol. He's got one split off to each side. He awaits the snap. Fourth and three from the five. Takes the snap. Back to pass. Throws a fade route into the corner of the end zone. It is caught by Miles Bradley. Senior high gets on the board first. And that's a very tough matchup. Miles Bradley, such a big kid out there. He's got such a great blend of speed and size. I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough guard for anybody out there out wide one-on-one. -on -one. So after the touchdown, now Sean Putt will come on to attempt the extra point. Snap is back, Duke Reese will hold, and the Minutemen almost block it, but the kick is up and right down the middle, and they almost got to that one. But Mansfield Sr. takes the early lead, 7-0, very reminiscent of week six at Lex. And it is now with 8.20 to go in the first quarter, senior high seven, Lex zero. Yeah, I mean, Lex had a couple big stands there. Had the third and 
third and seven in the first series that they, they hit the big long run down the field and then it was just three plays and a touchdown on the opposite end. But I mean, running the ball in this Lex defense is definitely gonna be tough. I, and, and we kind of figured that coming in, that that was Lex's strong sword is stopping the run. It's just gonna be these one-on-one -on -one matchups out wide that are gonna be tough tonight. Well, and for Lexington here, you gotta pray that some of this rain that's all around us in the area yes. starts hitting. There's no rain right now at Arlen Field, but it is all around us. So Sean Putt gets set to kick it off for the second time tonight. And it's another squib kick. It'll be taken by Byrice on a bounce. 25, 30, and down the far sideline, 35, 40, makes a man miss, 45, and he's tackled at the 46. And if the Minutemen are going to answer, that's a great way to start. Yeah, and Sean Putt might be, <laughs> might be a little bit more careful next time. He might just kick it deep because both Byrice returns have been decent. And that one was a really good one. Only about a 20... <laughs> 20-yard return, but when you consider where he started from, you know, you get the ball at the 45-yard line, Lex will take this all night. Now they got to capitalize. They came up empty on their first drive. They've got a chance here to answer. Senior high up 7-0. Minutemen have two wide receivers split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol, first and 10 from the 45. He gives off the right side. Carson Berry tripped up in the backfield. Loss of one, Ricky Mills in there for the Tigers. By the way, Nick, this is the first time these two teams have ever matched up in the playoffs. Huh. Well, I know there for a while they were they were in the different divisions as well. So that's interesting though. That's true. That's a big reason they haven't matched up in the postseason up until the last few years. They haven't even been in the same division, but still interesting to witness history here tonight. Second and 11, Pauly in the pistol again. Two wide to the right, takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the right side. He's got room this time over the 50 and out to the Mansfield 48-yard line. And a great carry there to set up a third and short. Well, they're going to give him the four, all the way out to the 47. Wow, and nine third, and, there. third and two coming up. Big play there for Carson. And it's early on tonight, but that was the biggest play so far from scrimmage for the Minuteman offense. Big play here coming up for Lex. They'll send Carter Newman, Caden Eichler split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol with Carson Berry behind him. Hudson Moore right on his left hip. Third and two from the 47. Pauly takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side. He's got a hole, and he gets the first down, makes a man miss 40, down the near sideline, 30. He's to the 25-20, and he's down at the 18-minute man in the red zone. And that was a great job from Carson. He, he almost got all the way to the sideline. He hit the brakes, made a cut back, and picked up more. Great carry by Carson there. Gain of 31. And the Minutemen have the ball down at the 16-yard line in the red zone for the first time tonight. Minutemen trying to answer right back. They were not able to score in the entire first half when these two teams matched up five weeks ago. And they're right on the doorstep of getting into the end zone here for the first time tonight. From the 16-yard line, Pauly in the pistol, too wide to the left. 
He takes the snap. He's going to give Carson Berry trying to get through a hole. He's wrapped up. We have a hold probably on the Minutemen as Carson gets a yard or two, but it looks like we may have a hold over here on baden Four. Yeah, and there was, there was a hole there for a split second that Carson almost squeaked through, but like you said, the penalty wouldn't have mattered. Well, Nick, just looking at how these runs are developing, it looks like if he can just if Carson can get past the line of scrimmage, there's nobody at yeah. home in the secondary. So if he's able to get through there, it's gonna the opportunities are gonna open up for him. But the problem is Mansfield Senior's got one of the better defensive lines and, and linebacker cores around. They just clog up that line of scrimmage. And actually, Nick, was there a penalty on Mansfield Senior? Oh, I guess. Huh? Wow, it was. So Lexington's going to have a first down here. And they'll have the ball on the Lex or on the uh, Mansfield Senior 7. I, I didn't even see what the penalty was. Maybe a face mask? I'm not sure. Well, and the referee went to announce it, and all we heard was a squeal <laughs> from his mic. We didn't hear anything. So first and goal now after the penalty for the Minutemen. They've got it at the uh, Mansfield seven-and-a-half-yard line. They'll send Eichler and Roush off to the right. Carter Newman splits off to the left. Cole Pauley in the single-back pistol. Takes the snap. They'll give Carson Berry off the right side, and he's in. Touchdown! Minutemen are an extra point away from tying the ball game. And with that... We would like to congratulate Carson Berry on tying the single-season record for most points scored by a Minuteman in school history. Carson Berry now has scored 152 points on the year. That is his 25th touchdown on the year. And with one more score from Carson tonight, he will have a new school record all to himself. Right Right now he shares the record. As there was movement on the uh, extra point there. So they whistled the play dead, but A.J. went up and kicked it anyway, and it was uh, not A.J.'s finest kick. Let's just put it that way. But thankfully for him, it doesn't count. Nobody will ever know. Carson Berry with an eight-yard touchdown run off the right side. And that's pretty cool, Nick. We just got to yeah. witness uh, a record that is going to be extremely oh, hard yes. to break. Because the record that was held has been there for quite Four. a while. The old record was 14 years old. Oh. Extra point. Hold is a good one by Cole Pauley, and the kick is up, and it is right down the middle all the way out to the fence by Trimble Road. About hit it over to CVS. 7-7, to seven, the Minutemen answer right back. 6.05 to go first quarter on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on fearthevillage.com. So Carson Berry has just tied in the record books Brad Gallick, 2007. 
for points scored in a single season, 152, and he's done it with 25 touchdowns. He did have one extra uh, two-point conversion this year to make it 152. But a pretty cool moment to get to witness that. And the next time he scores, he'll have the record all to himself. But he is a senior, so he's got to get it done tonight. And hopefully he does, because if he's scoring touchdowns, Lex always has a chance to win. A.J. Young has the ball up on the tee. He'll kick it from left to right, as we've got the best spot in the house, in my opinion. Yeah, we do. I, I love this vantage point. Right up on the 50-yard line here at Arlen Field. A.J. Young squibs it down the near sideline, and what a tough catch by Gross as he's got the ball running across the field to the 30, down the far sideline, 35, cuts back 40, and he's going to be tackled at the 45. So each team is just trading squib kicks back and forth, and uh, Senior High is going to have great field position for their second drive of the night. Well, and Avion's one of the last guys you kind of want to squib one to. Well, that was a great catch. Yeah, right that off was, the bounce. That squib was coming hard, yeah. and he caught it and had a decent return. So it's 7-7, seven to seven, 5.54 to go first quarter here at Arlen Field. Mansfield Senior scored first, but Lex answered right back with a couple of big plays by Carson Berry. Rock Hill this time is going to have three wide to the left, one to the right in the pistol. And there as the tailback, Jameer Petty right behind Brock Hill. First and 10 from their own 45-yard line. Hill waiting on the snap. He takes, he fakes the give to Petty. Now he runs off the right side. He's hit, and he's going to get out to the 50, a gain of five. Good gain there for Brock Hill on first down as he kept it on the option there and just kind of bounced out to the right side for five yards, second and five coming up from the 50-yard line. And that's one thing that killed Lex the first time they played with Brock Hill's running ability, not just on straight reads but on broken plays. Absolutely. He did have a few big ones in the second half. In week six, Brock Hill has three wide receivers split off to the left this time again. He's got Miles Bradley by himself off to the right. Jameer Petty, the tailback. Hill in the pistol, second and five from the 50. Takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's looking down the middle of the field, and it is picked off. Corbin Green got it at the 25, and he's still returning it out to the 28-yard line. Corbin Green with a big pick. And that was similar to one he had earlier in the year where he was playing on the back hip of the receiver and then ran right in front of it. Last minute, huge play from Corbin. Oh, man. And that's exactly what you want, too. The offense is red hot. Let's get it right back to them. And the Minutemen will take over at their own 29. 7-7 tie. Minutemen on this drive have the first chance to take their First lead of the night. And they'll start with two wide receivers split off to the right. First and 10 from the 29, Pauly in the pistol. He takes the snap, he gives. Carson Berry off the right side, bounces outside. He's got room to run, 35, trying to get out to the 40, and he's knocked out of bounds at the 38, gain of nine. And you, you can't ask for a better play on first down. Pick up nine. He probably could have got the first down, but he was just bumped just a little bit outside. Well, now here too, Nick, I mean, the, the uh, interception, it gives you a chance to take the lead. But as long as you don't turn the ball over, the worst case scenario here is you flip the field on Mansfield right. Sr. Now you can play field position oh, a little they, bit. And they actually gave him the first. They did give him 10 yards out to the 39. First and 10. 
Minutemen at their own 39. They'll have Crago and Carter Newman split off to the left. Cole Pauly in the pistol again. Carson Berry right behind him. Hudson Moore on his left hip. Hudson Moore motions, and they'll give it to Carson Berry up the middle this time, and he got back to the line of scrimmage. No gain there. Second and ten coming up. And just from the first couple series here, it looks like Lex is going to have much more success hitting these outside zones and getting the stretches to the outside because, like you said, these interior linebackers and this interior D-line is going to be really tough to beat up the middle. We have not seen one pass play yet from Cole Pauly, and they were about to pass the ball, and he got sacked on the one time they did call a pass play, but no passing attempts yet. Second and 10 from their own 39-yard line. They'll have two wide receivers split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol again, takes the snap, give. Carson Berry off the right side, bounces it outside, now cuts back, and he's going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Gain of four, third and six coming up. Oh, man, I thought he had the edge there. And you almost got to wonder too, Nick, with as wet as it's been all day, is you know, is does he not trust his footing to make that cut back there, right? Or to try to get to the outside without slipping, because eventually you get to the outside, you're going to have to turn and run up the field down the sideline. So maybe he's just trying to cut back before he gets to that point. I'm not sure, but he does seem kind of shy about getting that edge. Third and six, big play here. Two wide receivers right up on the line to the right. Carter Newman comes in motion. They'll give it to him. A jet sweep off the left side. He's to the 45, trying to get through a hole and out to the 49. He might have the first down. I think he's going to have it, a gain of six, uh, six and a half. And Carter so quick on that edge. He about outran his own blockers. He had to slow down a little bit and let Carson and uh, Hudson Moore get out in front. And they do give him another first down. Minutemen moving. They're at their own 49-yard line now. We're tied at seven here at Arlen Field. 3.15 to go in the first quarter. And if Lex can just milk this clock and just keep getting first down after first down, this Mansfield defense is going to get frustrated. Absolutely. This is something the Minutemen did not do in week six against the Tigers. Two wide receivers split off to the left. They'll send Newman in motion again. Pauly takes the pistol snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking. He's looking. He dumps it off short to Carter Newman. It's incomplete. And Nick thinks Baden Forp was open down the field as Nick was kind of motioning during the whole play. Just throw it. Well, I thought he had Caden. Caden came on the backside drag route, but he had the step. But then Avion came out from that free, uh, free safety position, was right on Caden's hip. So that's probably why Cole didn't try to sling it down the field. So that'll set up second and 10 from their own 49, Minutemen trying not to stall here. See if they can keep the ball moving. Roush split off to the right, Caden Eichler in the slot right. Carter Newman off to the left in the single back pistol. Pauly takes and gives. Carson Berry off the left side, making a nice little cut there, but he just couldn't get out of that ankle tackle as he got away from Miles Bradley, but then was Swallowed up over there. Yeah, still picked up three. Makai Bradley on the tackle. Gain of three, like Nick said, they are over midfield here now, and that's exactly what I was talking about. Now you've got the field position here. So you just got to be careful not to turn the ball over. And worst case scenario, you can try to pin Mansfield deep, but hopefully we can just get a first down here. Third and seven, Mason Thomas in the slot right with Carter Newman split off far to the right, Caden Eichler off to the left. 
Pauly in the single back pistol, third and seven, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. A screen play. Carson Berry catches 45, and the ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage. So Carson, by the time he caught it, just didn't have enough time to run with it. He tried to dance out of a tackle there and couldn't do it. He gains two, maybe three. It's going to set up fourth down. Minutemen will punt. Well, and that's something Lex hasn't really done a whole lot this year is screen passes. I mean, they've done a few. They've, they've uh, gotten Corbin on a couple, like, bubble screens. And, but when it comes to running backs out of the backfield, they really haven't visited that much too much. Well, and Nick, had that pass not been tipped, I think Carson would have run. Oh, he I don't know how far, but he would have been at least a first down. Oh, absolutely. So A.J. Young will punt, a great snap, and he's going to roll to the right, and a nice spiraling punt. This is going to hit, and it's going to bounce, and the Minutemen are going to have a chance to get it in. Oh. It bounces into the end zone. Wow. It that... just kept rolling and rolling. To be honest, oh. he's not going to get the result he wanted, but that was a phenomenal punt by A.J. The Minutemen just couldn't catch up with it. Oh. That thing was rolling 100 miles yeah. an hour. I mean, once it hit that turf, it just did not want to stop. And now the rain, a little, at least a little bit of mist here is flying around the stadium, Nick. Yeah. You can definitely see it if you look up into the lights. Either way, on that punt, you still gain a net of 29 yards. It's a touchback, but Mansfield Senior now back at their 20, their worst starting field position on a drive tonight. 1-11 to go, first quarter, tied at 7. And here comes Brock Hill with three wide receivers split off to the right. Miles Bradley, the lone receiver off to the left. Petty, the, uh, the tailback in the backfield. Hill takes the pistol snap. He'll give. Petty's going to be wrapped up in the minute. Men get him at the line of scrimmage. No gain. And they tried to run that little read option, and Brock gave it. And it was stuffed for a gain of half a yard, maybe. And they gave him a, yeah, looks like about a half, but we'll say one because saying second and nine and a <laughs> half is just a pain. So second and nine, Hill back in the pistol. And this upcoming play might be the last play of the first quarter. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Hill takes the pistol snap, flings it out far side to Amar Davis, and he's going to have a first down down the far sideline to the 32. And, man, he just, he just takes it and takes off. And now we're going to have a flag on the far sideline when Corbin Green just went over and picked up his – Teammate, and I, I don't I'm see how that's sure. going to be on Mansfield or how that's going to be on Lexington. Yeah, because one, one of the Minutemen got blocked all the way down onto the sideline and out of bounds. And Corbin came rushing over to pick up. Might have been teammate. Cohen Moore yeah. over there. <sighs> Only see. one flag was thrown. And, Nick, I think this referee is the one from Worcester. If Those of you who listen to the oh, Worcester game. no. It is. And it's on Lexington. Unbelievable. And he flew in all the way from the back judge position. I mean, folks, we've got video evidence of this. Car uh, Corbin Green was just running over to pick Cohen Moore up because he was surrounded by Tigers over on the Tiger sideline. Corbin didn't do anything. And Corbin had some issues last in the first meeting with the, with the stuff after the penalties. Unbelievable. First and 10, minute, uh, Mansfield Senior going to have it at their own 49 now. Brock Hill back in the uh, pistol. 29 seconds to go, first quarter. Three wide receivers split off to the left, one to the right. Jameer Petty, the tailback. 
First and 10, Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back, he's looking, and the Minutemen are in there. He's gonna have to scramble, and the Minutemen get it back at the 44. Loss of five. And a nice response by the Minutemen after the penalty. And you can see down here, Corbin Green still talking to the referee, just saying, hey. Asking what happened, yeah. I was just running over to pick my teammate up. I didn't touch anybody, I didn't do anything. When I think I saw the referee kind of dip his head that maybe he thought Corbin was going in there with his head down trying to make some contact. But but the Minutemen do respond after the penalty with a sack. And it's going to be second and 15 senior high ball when we come back. It's tied at seven here at senior high at Arlen Field on fearthevillage.com. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Back here at Arlen Field, where it is a 7-7 ball game. After one quarter, Senior High opened up the scoring with a nice drive on their first drive of the game. But uh, Lexington did a phenomenal job to answer right back. And that's how we stand at seven. So now after the quarter change, Mansfield Senior will go uh, left to right as we see it, or east to west, if you are more directionally inclined, listening at home. Brock Hill in the uh, pistol to start this second quarter. He takes the snap back to pass. He's got Miles Bradley down the middle of the field, avoids a couple of defenders, and he's down to the 33-yard line. A first down, a big first down for senior high, and they are now on the left side of the field once again to start the second quarter. Mansfield senior going to hurry up and get lined up here again with three wide to the right. Bradley off to the left. Jameer Petty getting a ton of action tonight at the tailback spot. Maybe they're saving Ricky Mills for defense. He did start the game, but we haven't seen him since. Hill takes and gives. Petty up the middle, and he's hit right at the line of scrimmage by Leighton Nosa. And the Minutemen are going to drag him down at the 32. And that'll be a gain of one or two yards. And once again, this Lex defense right up the middle. Nothing going. I mean, it's really been a couple big plays that Lex has given up that has given Mansfield some momentum, but that's it. Second and nine, Brock Hill again in the pistol with three right, one left. Jameer Petty again in the backfield. Hill takes the snap, flings it out near side. Amar Davis catches, makes a cut, and gets outside down the near sideline, 25-20, and he dives right at the 20. And a gain of 13, another first down senior high, and 
They're just going to the edge there with Amar Davis. That's really what's killing the Minutemen right now, and that's about all that's killing the Minutemen. If they can start to shut that down. Yeah, yeah just another bubble screen out wide, and Corbin had a good angle, but then Amar just had to make one quick cutback, and, I mean, that was all she wrote. So Tigers right just inside the Lexington red zone again at the 20-yard line. Brock Hill with Bradley off to the right. And three wide receivers split off to the left this time. Jimmy or Petty, the tailback. First and 10 from the 20, takes the snap. Hill back, looking, and he's looking near sideline. He's got Bradley, and Bradley is going to be tackled after three minute men have to get oh, over there to get man. him. Gain of eight, and he's out of bounds at the 12. And now Miles Bradley starting to kill the minute men, but the common theme is... All of these big plays are coming from the edge off of just short little bubble passes. Second down and one as they gave Bradley the 11-yard line there. Now Ricky Mills back in at the fullback position here in the pistol. One wide receiver split off to each side. Brock Hill takes the snap. He gives, and Petty's going to be blasted yeah, he was. by... That was Mason Green in there. Nice hit. They still gave him a gain of one. It's still going to be third down here, third and uh, maybe one yard. They might have only given him the line of scrimmage there, Nick. I'm not sure they gave. They might have lost a yard there. Third and a long one coming up, third and almost two. Big play here for the Lex defense. Brock Hill in the pistol. Another one of those sort of power looks. With Ricky Mills in there at the fullback this time again. One wide receiver off to each side. Hill takes a bad snap, but he's going to run up the middle with it. He's got the first down inside the 10. Man. And that was not That's a great tough. snap, but yeah. he just caught it and took off. Sometimes those broken plays off of a bad snap are the ones that kill the defense for whatever reason. And now the Tigers have it first and goal. 9.15 to go, first quarter. We're tied at seven here at Arlen Field. And this has been a nice long drive for the Tigers this sure time. They're going to go in that power eye formation, and they'll give it to Ricky Mills off the left side. He's bottled up. He's going to be tackled at the six. Gain of two. Second and goal from the six coming up. Senior high going to go in that power eye again. Brock Hill takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He throws right, and it's caught in the corner of the end zone by Miles Bradley for a touchdown. Senior high takes the lead back. 8.27 to go, second quarter. Man, and that was a very long drive. I mean, they got the ball before the quarter was over with about a minute to go in the, in the first and ate about five minutes on that drive. And they went 80 yards. Of course, helped out by a 15-yard penalty as well. Extra point by Sean Putt is good. And just like that, senior high with the lead back, 14-7 as these teams trading blows. Slowly, though. 
It's not like they're aerating it back and forth. Both teams just long, methodical drives back and forth. And senior high leads it 14-7. We'll see if Lexington can answer. Last time senior high scored, Lexington was able to answer on the very next drive quickly with Carson Berry on the ground. And uh, you just get the feeling, I mean, anytime you're an underdog, you've got to answer quickly. You can't let things linger and, uh, and let the higher seed or the home team, in this case, Mansfield Senior, uh, gain any more momentum than they already have. Got to get them right back and keep them on their toes. That's how upsets happen. And let's see if uh, Putt here gives another squib. Because Lex has been pretty dangerous in the return game so far. Sean Putt will, uh, he's got the ball up on the tees, marking off his steps now to get ready to kick the ball off. He'll kick it from left to right as we see it. As we're in the away press box here at Arlen Field. And he squibs it down the near sideline. It's going to be taken by Byrice. He's to the 25, to the 30, trying to make a move, and he gets the near sideline, 35-40, and he's hit out of bounds at the 42. Hit out of bounds by Avion Gross. And again, great field position for the Minutemen. Yeah, Byrice seems to be able to get that edge and able to pick up good return there, gain a 22. You know what, Nick? I don't want to beat a dead horse, but going back to that penalty, it's just <laughs> occurring to me that the, the side judge over on the sideline where the penalty occurred yeah. was not the one that threw the flag. No, it was the back judge. The guy that was right there didn't even call it. No. The guy that was 30 yards down the field called it. First and 10, Minutemen. Pauly in the pistol, takes and gives. Carson Berry off the right side trying to find that edge, and Mansfield... Content with just stacking the box. They're going to try to make Lexington beat them through the air. And those gaping holes that were there in the first quarter, you kind of can see them. They're starting to shrink. <laughs> yes. Senior high not giving up the same opportunities they did in the first quarter. Minutemen, unfortunately, with the rain coming down, they're going to have to at least threaten to throw the ball to keep Mansfield Senior honest here. Second down and nine. Carson got one on that last carry. Minute men at their own 43-yard line. Pauly in the pistol with one wide to each side. Takes the snap. He'll fake the give. He's going to roll to his left. Now he's going to look. He's going to have to roll all the way back to the right now, and he's going to be tackled out of bounds by Elias Owens way back at the 36. Yeah, that's a tough play, too, because when you reverse field like that, he has he has no receivers to throw the ball away to. So, I mean, if he throws it out of bounds, it's intentional grounding. So, I mean, either way, it's going to be a long loss. And that is not a loss. The Minutemen wanted to take a loss of six. They're third and 15 coming up. They're at their own 37. 7.20 to go. 7.24 to go as the clock stopped there. Here in the second quarter. Minutemen come out. Big play here. And Cole Pauly's going to take a timeout. I didn't see, Nick. Was the play clock running yeah, down? Yeah, play okay. clock only had about two on it when they got to the line. So 
And Nick, for the first time this year, at least that I've noticed, the Band of Gold brought out the big coats tonight, the big purple coats. Oh, yeah. The ones that go all the way down to their <laughs> ankles. Need to get one of those for the girls on the sideline. Yeah, no kidding. So 7.24 to go, second quarter. Senior high with a 14-7 lead. And really the big action for Lexington in week six in this matchup came in the second half. So they're already outperforming themselves in the first half of week six. And we'll see. You just kind of get the feeling, Nick, here, if they can just make a big play to end this first half at some point. The Minutemen have been a very good second half, specifically fourth quarter team this year. Oh, yeah. But they've got to keep it close enough until that point. Third and 15, Pauly with two wide to the left, one to the right. He's in the single back pistol with Barry at the tailback spot. He takes the snap. Pauly back to pass. He's going to step up. And he's going to roll right. He's going to throw down the far sideline. And it is into the Mansfield senior stands on the far sideline. Man, that's, and that's two big hits that Cole's taken on back-to-back -back plays. Yeah, and senior high with every play are getting more confident in sending more and more blitzers. And really, they're doing a good job up front on the D-line, just shedding blocks and getting into the backfield quickly tonight. Disrupting the Lex offense. A.J. Young will punt. He's standing back at his own 23. It's fourth and 15. The ball is down at the 37. You get the sense here too, Nick. This could be a huge punt and a possible return for senior high. We'll see what A.J. does here. It's a good snap. He steps up, and he booms this one. It's coming near side. Amar Davis is going to get under it, though, and he's going to return it. He's to the 40, and he's to the 43, and we've got a flag down. And actually, that's the that's the marker. <laughs> that thing has gotten me all year. <laughs> it really has. Why? I'm just curious. I am not ob objecting to the change, but why did they change from the little bean bags to a big orange marker that looks like a penalty flag? And I wonder how many announcers that's fooled over the year here in the state of Ohio. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably gotten us once a week almost. Because it's not just a beanbag. It's a beanbag with a big tail on it, so it looks like a penalty flag. And they're very similar in color. First and, uh, first and 10, Tigers going to start this drive at their own 43-yard line. They'll have two wide receivers split off to each side in a stack. Ricky Mills back in there at the tailback spot. Hill in the pistol, takes the snap. He's back. He flings it out to Gross on the far side, 40. He's to the 45, and a nice open field tackle by Caden Eichler as Gross kept fighting for another yard over there. And he'll get about six, it looks like, second and four coming up. Yeah, and it's, it's been these screens and quick hitters that have been hurting Lex tonight so far. And once, once Mansfield gets out on the edge, it's tough because then your secondary's got to flow all the way down the field. Second and four, two wide receivers again split off to each side in a stack. Brock Hill's going to be in the pistol with Ricky Mills from the 49-yard line. Hill waits and takes. He's back to pass. He's looking, and he steps up. He's hit as he throws, and it's down the Ooh. middle of the field incomplete. 
minute. Men were in there, and Baden Forup laid a licking on Brock Hill, who gets up a little bit slow, and he's kind of hobbling a little bit. Yeah, he definitely took a shot. And I thought Caden, oh, he, Caden almost got on his high horse and chased that ball down. He did. He was tracking it. That's going to set up a huge third down here. Third and four from the 49. Brock Hill's got three wide receivers to the right. One to the left. And Ricky Mills behind him. 6.48 to go second quarter. Senior high up 14-7. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's back. He's looking near side and it is picked off. Kate Neichler makes a diving grab at the 48-yard line. He saw it coming and he jumped the route and dove. And made a great play. Minutemen are going to get the ball right near midfield. That's the second interception they've had tonight already. And like you said, Caden kind of jumped that route. But there, it looked like there was also some miscommunication. It looked like Avion was running down the seam. And Brock thought he was running a hitch. And Caden just jumped it and picked it off. And now with two interceptions in the first half, Nick, it's going to be very interesting to see if Mansfield, specifically Brock Hill, starts to doubt himself a little bit. Minutemen have it and some momentum here. Two split off to the left. Pauly in the pistol. Sends Carter Newman in motion. Takes the snap. He'll give off the left side. Carson Berry, 50, 45. He's to the 43, and he's got a first down, it looks like, down here right in front of us on the near sideline. And he was kind of chopped down there and yep. got a little bit of a limp, maybe just a yeah, what the kids call them. a dead leg there. <laughs> maybe got hit right there on that thigh. Yeah, Carson has to come off here, actually. Seems like he'll be fine. It might have just been a little bit of a stinger there on the leg. First and 10 minute men at the Mansfield 43. Newman and Craig O split off to the left. Pauly in the pistol with Byrice in there now. He'll send Newman in motion and give. Byrice off the left side. He's to the 40. He's to the 36. And he's knocked down, but he gets seven. That's a big gain on first down. He took a shot, but he bounced right back up, ready for some more. Makai Bradley with the hit there. And, man, Mansfield oh. is hitting hard. But yes, they are. Lexington running hard. I think it's safe to say, too, although they play way bigger than they are, Lexington's backs just are not the biggest. No. And they're coming up against these linebackers from they senior high big. who could be <laughs> linemen. I mean, Makai Bradley's a big is, middle backer right he's there. He's a big dude. Second and three. Lex at the senior high 36. Pauly in the pistol, sends Newman in motion, takes, give off the right side. Byrace cuts it back up the middle. He's got the first down over the 30, down to the senior high 28-yard line. And now it looks like Carson may come back in here for Byrace. Good running, though, by both backs on this drive. It is such, such a luxury to have two running backs like what Lex has. They, they can take breathers, and you're not getting any – there's no drop fall off, off. Yeah, yeah, drop off and play. I mean, it's incredible. They're going to bunch up two, split off to the left, right up uh, on the uh, line there again. Eichler and Newman off to the left. They'll send Newman in motion. Polly takes the pistol snap. They'll give yeah, this time. That one was coming. Senior <laughs> high brought everybody and got Carson Berry for a loss there, a loss of three. Oof, that's a big loss. Second and 13 coming up. Yeah, now I mean, you're going to have to keep Mansfield senior honest here right. on – Probably this play. Well, I'm just looking at this box. When Lex comes out and lines up, Mansfield is just – the box is loaded. I mean, they, they are stacked in there from their backers all the way up to their yep. safeties. I mean, they're all yep. in line. 
Pauly going to have Crago and Newman split off to the left in the pistol. Carson Berry in there with Hudson Moore as well. They'll send Newman in motion. They'll take. They'll give. Carson Berry off the left side, 30, trying to get the edge down to the 27. And the Minutemen just determined to keep this edge rush yeah. there. Well, the edge rush would be defense, but they're tr trying to set that edge there on offense. Gain of five there. It's going to be third and eight coming up. Third and a long eight, maybe third and nine. From the 27-yard line. And the Minutemen here also just trying to manage this clock. They may be in A.J. Young field goal range here, but the wind is blowing right towards where he would be kicking or blowing right into his face. The end he would be kicking towards. The wind is just coming out of there. The wind is blowing strong from east to west tonight. Third and nine. A.J. Young, Newman split off to the right. Pauly takes the snap quickly, flings it out. It's tipped. He was trying to get Eichler, who was open on the sideline, but it was tipped. Right at the line, I think, by Malachi Mays. Well, and you're definitely in four-down territory here because you don't want to punt and risk. I mean, it, it makes no sense to punt here. So, Well, unless, you know, if the wind weren't blowing the way it is tonight, I think they may try a field goal, but they're, yeah. uh, they're going to go for it here from the 27. This will be a 44-yarder right in A.J. Young's range, but that wind, wind is just whipping down yeah, there from is. east to west. It'd definitely be a tough kick. Fourth and nine. Minutemen going to go for it at the Mansfield Senior 27. And they're going to have to. We might call a timeout. They're going to have yeah. to because Hudson Moore just came off the sideline. That would have been a penalty. He was not in the huddle when they broke the huddle. That's okay, though. Minutemen still had two timeouts left. They'll use one here with just 4.03 to go in the second quarter. 14-7, Mansfield in the lead. Nick, what do you draw up here? If they do decide to go for it, what do you do here? Man, it's tough because fourth and nine, I mean, you don't really have a lot of plays for fourth and nine. I mean, fourth and three, fourth and five, I mean, manageable. I mean, you got some plays that you can draw up. But, I mean, obviously, I think maybe you try to get Cole out of the pocket and get him moving, maybe run a flood route on the far side. You obviously have to have more than just one receiver concepts. You need to have a couple options that – if the first couple aren't there, you got the check down you can hit. But, I mean, with the way this Mansfield defense is playing on the perimeter, it's going to be tough to set the edge for Cole to roll out or even get some time for him to pass. Well, we'll see what they do here. Fourth down and nine from the senior high 27. Carter Newman split off to the right. Eichler off to the left. Pauly in the pistol with By Rice and Hudson Moore. Pauly. Waits and takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking down the middle of the field. He's got Carter Newman. Touchdown! Down the middle of the field. What a grab. What a grab by the sophomore and the Minutemen have a chance to tie it up again. What a gutsy call oh. on fourth down. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was a naked bootleg. Cole got hit as he threw it. And Carter just went up and snagged that thing. I mean, what, what a, a grab. catch by the sophomore. Oh, man, oh, man. And, and the Minutemen giving Mansfield everything they want tonight. Cole Pauly's going to hold. A.J. Young will attempt the extra point. Mansfield Sr. came off that edge quickly, and the play's going to be blown dead I think as they, they did sides. jump. Yeah, and that's the second one. And you might go for two here. You might think about it. 
several Lexington fans already calling for them to go for two. <laughs> I've heard probably three or four calls to go for two here, and why not? I mean, you're the underdog. You get to be yeah. in this situation once, and they may just kick here. Well, well they may sure. take it on the. Well, you got to make sure you get a good hold here. So they will take the penalty and mark it half the distance. I'd rather take it on the kick. But they will uh, attempt the extra point. It'll just be a couple of yards shorter. That hold was not a good one either yeah. by Cole. I don't know if it was a bad snap or not. This time the hold is good, and the there kick is go. right down the middle, and it hits the flagpole. That's how you know it's true, Nick. Yep. What a grab Woo. by Carter Newman, 27 yards on fourth down. And the Minutemen, gutsy tonight, have tied the ball game yet again. 3.55 to go, second quarter, and now you just got to make sure senior high stays yes. out of the end zone here because they get the ball to start the second half. You cannot let them have momentum going into halftime. Absolutely. I'm man. not saying Lex has to, you know, do anything crazy, get the ball back and score. Just prevent them from scoring. That's your only mission right now if you're Lex. But what a half it Ooh. has been. It's been a fun one. That is for sure. And we have definitely gotten more of the six and four version of Lexington yes. tonight than the four and six version so far. And it's not even the second half yet, Nick. Lexington is a scary second half team. So this is exactly what you wanted. You just wanted them to have a shot going into the second half. Right. And they have certainly, I would say, exceeded uh, those expectations here in the first half. They've answered back every time Mansfield Sr. scored. Yep. I mean, this team is resilient. I mean, they, they've fought all year long. I mean, even in games that weren't going their way, they're still fighting yep. to, the, to the very last minute. All right. A.J. Young has it up on the tee, and he runs up, and he's going to boot it from right to left. It's a squib, and it's going to bounce out of bounds. Shoot. Heads up play there over there on the sideline by Keontes Bradley to just let it go because he wanted to pick that thing up, but he let it go out of bounds. He sure did. I'm sure the coaches on the sideline were yelling, let it go. Which for, a, you know, a kid that young, a junior, that's a tough temptation to pass up on. You just want to pick, on a kick return, you want to pick the ball up and run. So... Unfortunately for the Minutemen, they get a huge score, but then they give up that penalty on the kickoff. So senior high will start at their own 35. Although, to be honest, Nick, with the way the returns have been tonight on the squib <laughs> yeah. kicks, this is actually better field position than senior high's had most of the time tonight to start yeah. drives. They'll have two wide receivers split off to the right, one to the left, Hill and the pistol, and we've got a whistle here. And now... We're ready to play. Not sure what happened there. Hill, waiting the pistol snap, looks over to the sideline, just making sure they've got everything tightened up here. Jameer Petty back in there at the tailback spot. Hill takes the pistol snap. They will fake the give. He's going to run off the left side. Minuteman have him out at the Damn. 40. Still gained five, but it looked like the ball was coming loose there. It was close. And he kind of just hung onto it and went down, but he got five yards. That looked like it was going to be nothing. He just keeps those legs churning. I mean, and Brock's not a small guy either. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty big kid back there taking the snap, so he's tough to bring down. Six foot, 190. Second and five, second and four. They gave him six there out to the 41. 
So second and four for Brock Hill and the Tigers. Two wide receivers split off to the right, one to the left. And the pistol again. Takes the snap. He will fake a give again this time. And this time, the Minutemen get him a loss of at least one, maybe two here. As the Minutemen read that play, Dwyer was in there. It looked like Corbin was in there. Leighton Nosa as well was right up in there. He may have been the first one there. Cohen Moore was in there. Yeah, a loss of two. I mean, that third and six. I this mean, is this, huge. This is a tough. This is tough. I mean, third and six is definitely not an easy gimme. So be interesting to see what Mansfield does here. 2.45 to go in the first half. We're tied at 14 at Arlen Field. Brock Hill in the pistol. Two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Hill waits the snap, third and six, takes the snap. He's going to fake the give. He's going to throw, and it is complete to Miles Bradley, and he catches it, gets down to the Lex 42, and I thought that thing was going to be oh, tipped. It was close. They were in a little RPO action there. You don't see that a lot in high school. Brock faked the handoff and then gunned a quick slant to Bradley. Man, that play could have easily been a broken one and a tip or uh, maybe another interception, but just Brock Hill just got that throw into that little window to Miles Bradley, and Lexington going to use their last timeout of the first half here. 2.13 to go in the first half. Mansfield Sr. with the ball at the Lex 42, first and 10. We'll keep it right here. Nick, what do you think so far? I mean, I've, I've been impressed with how Lex has come out in this first half. I mean, like you said, every time Mansfield scored, Lex has come back and responded, and really... Lex, Lexington's kept, kept Mansfield behind the behind the chains. They just keep getting big plays, and I mean, uh, and there's the big penalty that happened on the far sideline, and I mean, there's just been a couple things that easy things that Lex can clean up uh, at halftime uh, that I think Lex will be here right at the end of the game. But overall, very very impressed with how Lexington's come out in this first half. Now, Nick, let's just uh, just for a minute here, let's dream a little bit and say that. Uh, the Minutemen can pull this out tonight. They will uh, face the winner of, I believe it's, uh, yes, Padua Franciscan and Cleveland Central Catholic, which would most likely be at Padua. Should Cleveland Central Catholic yeah. win, though, and Lex wins? Lex gets a home game next week. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, man. Brock Hill in the pistol out of the timeout here. First and 10, takes the snap. He's going to have to roll out. He's rolling to his left, and he throws, and it is almost Ooh. taken in with one hand by Miles Bradley, but he couldn't get it. Great pursuit there by Leighton Nosa and Baden Forup. Man, Miles almost brought that thing in. It was tough because he was, it was kind of behind him, so he couldn't really reach behind and yeah. snag it with his paw, but definitely tough play. And it'll be interesting to see, too, how the end of this first half plays out because that incomplete pass stops the clock here. Yeah. 2.05 to go. Second and 10. Senior high at the Lex 42. Brock Hill in the pistol again. He's got three wide receivers to the right this time, one to the left. Petty, the tailback. Brock Hill waiting. He takes the pistol snap, and he's back to pass. He's looking. He steps up in the pocket. He's going to run left. And the Minutemen grab him. After a gain of three, but a nice contain there to not let him get away. And that is exactly the play that killed the Minutemen back in week six. Brock Hill had several of those yep. for 20 or 25 yards. And that one only goes for three. Sets up a huge third down, third and seven. Well, and with Lex not having any more timeouts, this clock is going to roll. 135 to go. Clock is rolling. Mansfield still with all three of theirs. 
They're at the Lex 39-yard line, well out of Sean Putt's field goal range, obviously. This will be a 56-yarder from here. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Hill takes the pistol snap. He's going to run right up the middle. It's a QB draw, and thank goodness that was Cohen Moore grabbed onto the back of Hill's jersey and pulled him down, or that was a touchdown. He went right up the middle. Mansfield Sr. going to have to take a timeout here. They get to the 25 on that play, gain of 14. 14. And thank goodness Cohen Moore hung on to the jersey of Brock Hill and dragged him down. That would have been a touchdown. He was just, he bursted through that hole in a hurry. But the Minutemen lived to fight another down. Yep. Not a bad crowd from Lex tonight. No, they started to fill out. I know we were about 45 minutes till kick. It was pretty lonely here. out here. <laughs> if you look across... You know, growing up as a, as a kid, I came to several senior high games uh, with my dad. And, you know, uh, my dad worked at the games, uh, you know, in his profession. He was sort of required to be here and would take me and uh, bring me with him. And it's just, you know, 25 years ago, this place would have been a standing room only. And you look over at the senior high side and there's, comparatively speaking to those days, there's nobody here for a playoff game. Yeah. That's First close and one. ten. Yeah, no kidding. Backyard rivalry. Nobody here to see it. First and ten. Brock Hill takes the shotgun snap this time, and he's gonna fling it to the corner of the end zone, and it is almost picked off again by Caden Eichler. It looked like Avion Gross was wide open, but Caden, that ball just hung up there, and Caden well, got under it. Well, and what was amazing, what they they ran a little uh, a scissor action. They had the receivers kind of screen off of each other, and Caden got caught doubling on the inside receiver on the seam, and the ball, like you said, was in the air for so long, he was able to cut the ground down and make a play right before Avion could get his hands on Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Eichler I mean, playing out of his play. mind tonight defensively. Second and ten from the 25, Hill. All alone in the backfield again this time. Takes the five-wide shotgun snap. He's going to fling corner of the end zone again. And A.J. Young is out there to make a play. Another incomplete pass right off the back of A.J. Young. That's the second week yeah. in a row we've seen that. And he was step for step with Miles Bradley out there. And now it's just all of a sudden senior high sending five wide and just launching, running yeah. straight routes down the down the field and just throwing bombs. I mean, they're they've gone away from the little, you know, the the bubble screens for twenty yard. Now yeah. they're just trying to hit home run passes. Well, and, and now you're in third and ten, so you, you have to watch Brock Hill again. You cannot get caught on that QB draw again. They're going to have four wide to the right stacked up over here. Brock Hill all by himself in the shotgun takes the snap. He's going to run up the middle and he's going to run this. I think for a touchdown. He's to the five and he spins into the end zone. Just a broken play, just a QB draw right up the middle, and nobody at home for the minute, men. Brock Hill runs it 25 yards on third down with 54 seconds to go in the first half. That's a that's that, that's a tough one, especially with Mansfield getting the ball after half. I mean, Lex did a great job to make it third and long. They they were holding strong, and then you give up that. That's tough. Duke Reese will hold the extra point attempt by Sean Putt is almost blocked again. The Minutemen are going to get on one of these. 
but that one is good again. 21 to 14, 54 seconds to go in the first half. We'll take a quick break on fearthevillage.com. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Well, we'll see if Lexington can try to get some of the momentum back that they built up there, but uh, Senior High just kind of hit a crushing blow there, a 25-yard run by Brock Hill to take the lead back for the Tigers. Lexington has not led in, in this game yet, but they've tied it up twice. 7-7 Seven to seven and fourteen to fourteen, but now senior high back on top, twenty-one to fourteen. Just fifty-four seconds to go in the first half. Sean Putt will run up and he will squib it, and it's going to go right to Byrice again. He's got to pick it up from the twenty as he fumbles it around, and he's going to have trouble getting out of there on this one. He's going to be tackled right where he picked it up. And I mean, it's tough. It's tough to pick the footballs up off this turf because you just get slick and. The ball's rolling quick at you. I mean, it's definitely not easy. So well, on the first few squibs, kind of took a good bounce for Byrice. That yeah. one did not at all. Yeah, that was a tough one. on him. So we'll see here. The Lex, now that they're kind of pinned deep, they may just go into halftime. Well, and they'll probably run and try to Man- bust one, but they're they're going to be conservative with all three here. Three timeouts still can technically, if Lex runs, could get the ball back. Polly in the pistol, one wide to each side. And really, they've got one-on-one out here with Carter Newman, but they're going to run it. Hudson Moore up the middle. He's going to fight and get to the 22-yard line. Senior high not going to use a timeout, at least not yet anyway. 30 seconds to go in the first half. Well, it looks like they'll have to run one more. Well, actually, no, they can sit on it if they want. You know, with this single coverage out here on Carter Newman, I'd just take a snap and take one shot here. I mean, you have nothing to lose unless it's just a horrible throw by Cole Pauly. You know, you could hit a big play here, but it looks like Lex is going to go into halftime. Still, though, they are in much better positioning than they were back in week six in this matchup. They trail it by seven. And they have given Mansfield everything they've wanted so far tonight. It is 21 to 7, uh, 21 to 14, excuse me. Here at halftime at Arlen Field, Senior High leads it by seven. When we come back, we'll have scores, playoff action around the state of Ohio. We'll check in on everything going on. We'll have stats from the first half, and uh, we'll look ahead to the second half. Again, it's Mansfield Senior 21, Lex 14 here at Arlen Field on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. 
A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. That's 419 419- 522 RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. ME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Back here inside Arlen Field, where it has been a good one so far. Lexington trailing by just seven to the four-seed Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers in week number one of the high school football playoffs around the state of Ohio. Welcome back to it. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you here on the fearthevillage.com halftime show. And not only was it a close uh, back and forth first half, but the plays that were being made on both sides were huge and a very entertaining first half. And Nick's got the stats to uh, sort of paint the picture of how the first half went. Yeah, it's been a very exciting first half uh, for both sides, Lex and Mansfield. A couple big plays for both teams. Uh, it started off with the 
quick drive from Mansfield. Uh, well, Lex obviously went three and out, and then Mansfield came out, got the ball, scored a touchdown. Brock Hill to Miles Bradley from five yards out, and th uh, that made the score seven nothing with 8:20 left in the first quarter. Lex responded on the same on the next drive. Carson Berry got a touchdown from seven yards out to tie the scoring record, single season scoring record to make the score seven seven with 6:05 left in, left in the first quarter. And then Mansfield went on a very long drive. Ate up almost eight minutes of clock. Brock Hill connected to Miles Bradley again for six yards out. And then that made the score 14-7. to Finally, Lex responded on a 26-yard touchdown pass that uh, Cole threw to Carter Newman. It was, a, it was a great play, fourth and eight. And Carter went up, made a great catch over the top to tie the score 14-all. And then Brock Hill from... We're in the QB draw from 25 yards out with 54 seconds left in the first half to make it 21-14, and that is the score at halftime. 21-14, Mansfield leads. Total offense, pretty tight. Lex, only 119 yards of total offense, 88 on the ground, 31 through the air. Mansfield Sr. doing a little bit of both, 133 yards through the air and 61 on the ground. But mainly, the it's been the big plays that has hurt Lexington. Lex has been getting Mansfield in third and long situations, and they've just been connecting on the long plays. They're five of seven on third down so far, um, and they, I mean they've really been doing a great job on third down. Brock Hill, ten of seventeen, one hundred and thirty-three yards, two touchdowns, but he's also thrown the two interceptions, which have been big difference, big like momentum swings for the Minutemen. Uh, Corbin Green got a pick, and Kay Nykler also has one as well. So I mean the defense is definitely playing hard. They're, I mean, they're making plays, but just a couple of the big plays down the field that has been hurting Lex. Uh, the, the QB draws, they ran, Mansfield ran two on the last drive right before half when they took the lead. That, that were just killer plays uh, to go into halftime. But Carson Berry, 14 rushes, 77 yards, and a touchdown. And then uh, the leading rusher for Mansfield, Brock Hill, nine carries, 51 yards, and the touchdown. So Brock Hill really the only source of offense. I mean, he's throwing it and he's running the ball. Uh, down the field, though, Miles Bradley, six catches, 98 yards, and two touchdowns. So he's really been the only big playmaker on the outside. They, they've And lately, Lex has been rolling two guys over to double cover him, and they're just rushing one less man. But And that seems to be working out nicely. But I think it's going to be a great second half. Lex, unfortunately, has to kick the ball off to Mansfield to start the second half. So the Lex defense will have to come out and try and get a big stop and get the ball back right away so they can try and go score and tie this thing up again. But I think we're going to set ourselves up for a really good finish here at Mansfield. And those of you who were along for the ride in week six, uh, that was a pretty good finish as well as Lexington made a late comeback bid but just came up short at home. Ended up losing by nine, but that game was even closer than that, I think. Uh, oh, not that I think. I, it felt closer than nine. Of course, the score was nine, but I would say it, it was much closer than even that uh, as Lexington gave Mansfield everything they wanted at home that night. They just didn't have a great first half. But tonight, uh, Lexington has played a much better first half than that night at home against uh, these Tigers. Some interesting scores around uh, North Central Ohio tonight. Shelby just walloped Clear Fork just last week. Uh, seven days ago at home. Well, wouldn't you know it, the uh, Clear Fork Colts have to travel to Shelby again tonight, and this time it's only 13 to nothing. 
Last week that game ended 49-19. So a much different result there uh, so far tonight for the Colts. They're still trailing, but uh, it's a much closer game. West Holmes leads Sylvania Southview 48-0. Clyde leads Galleon 49-0. This is what the 16-team playoff will do to you in the OHSAA playoffs this year. Uh, Highland 27, Lyndon McKinley 6. It is Worcester 13, Olin Tangy Berlin 7. So the, Worcester, I believe, is the 15 seed there. Olin Tangy's the 2, and Worcester with the lead at half. It is St. Uh, Mary Central Catholic. Uh, actually, you know what? That is one of the uh, – was, was New London 8v8 this year? They didn't have a team – but I can't remember if they played. What is There's a league in the state of Ohio for teams that can't field a full team. But I can't remember if it's 8-on-8 eight eight or 9-on-9. Nine nine. I have no idea. But they do <laughs> have the New London score in here from whatever amount of players play for their team this year. It's 26-6. to six. They're trailing St. Mary's Central Catholic. Huh. Huh. Uh, Lutheran West trailing Perkins 27-7. to seven. It is Green 34, Marion Harding 14, and River Valley leads Buckeye 20 to 14. River Valley had to make the long trek to Medina. And and that's I mean, River Valley just so inconsistent all year. I mean, they've had some great wins and then they have some and really they, bad losses. Yeah. Uh tomorrow night, a busy night of action in the uh <clears throat> excuse me, the smaller divisions. Carey will host Van Buren. Colonel Crawford hosting Cardinal Stritch, who we're very familiar with. We got to see them come to Lexington last year and play basketball uh, from the Toledo area. Waynesfield Goshen will host Mohawk. Uh, Tenora hosts Seneca East, and Winford goes to Otsego. Now, a big that's a big night for the Northern 10 tomorrow, as most of the teams in the Northern 10 made the playoffs. <laughs> All but two, I think. Um, elsewhere tomorrow night. I'm trying to find. I know that Northmore plays. Let's see if we can find that. There was one game in the KMAC tonight. It was Highland. Uh, tomorrow night in the KMAC, Centerburg travels to Nelsonville, York. Danville takes on Newark Catholic. Eastern comes to East Knox, and Fredericktown will head to Northmore. So a few matchups tomorrow night in the KMAC. In the Firelands tomorrow night, Northwood heads to Crestview, the number one seed in their region. Crestview, 10-0 this year, looking to possibly go to state, some people would say. Lucas hosts Mapleton. Uh, Monroeville will head to John F. Kennedy. Plymouth will head to Southern Local. South Central will go to Norwalk and take on St. Paul. And Western Reserve will head to Gibsonburg. So a lot of uh, matchups tomorrow to keep an eye on around the state of Ohio, and obviously tonight as well, but... Tonight really is the the smaller divisions, and, or excuse me, the the larger divisions like Division One through three, one through four. Tomorrow night is five through seven uh, around the state of Ohio. So it's going to be an entertaining weekend uh, if you're into high school football, and uh, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on scores throughout tonight and tomorrow night as well. We've got about nine minutes to go until second half kickoff. It is uh, Mansfield Senior twenty one, Lexington fourteen here at Arlen Field. First round of the playoffs. Uh, senior high, the four seed in Division Three, Region 10. And Lexington, the 13 seed. In case you're keeping track at home, the winner of this game takes on Padua Franciscan or uh, Cleveland Central Catholic, whoever wins that game tonight. 
And uh, depending on who wins these two games, a whole lot of different scenarios can come out of it. If Mansfield beats Lex tonight, they're at home next week no matter what. If Lexington wins, well, they could be a home team next week or they might go on the road. It depends on what happens in that Padua game. Uh, but all kinds of different scenarios could play out. But certainly looking through the scores tonight, uh, this is the biggest gap between two seeds, the four, the four and the 13 seed, with the closest score by far. Uh, every other matchup with a seeding this far apart has been a blowout so far tonight. So the OHSAA 16 uh, team playoffs, not off to a great start if you're trying to argue that it's good for everybody. When you see 48 to nothing scores at halftime, uh, the, those are the people arguing against that would use those scores to their benefit. But then you get a game like this where Lexington is right there in this ball game at halftime. This will be a huge upset to start the new playoff format. Uh, but certainly this is one of the outliers. It is not going this well for many other uh, low-seeded teams. When we come back, as the Mansfield Senior High Tiger Band is performing, we'll have Nick's keys to the second half. And uh, we'll get set for second half action. Senior High 21, Lex 14 on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for live scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Do you want to be stylish? Keep up with the trends? Do you find it a hassle to shop in-store and want the convenience of shopping online? Well, we've got the place for you. A Material Girl clothing boutique offers a wide variety of clothing for all shapes and sizes. Go to fashionbyamg.com for your convenient shopping experience. A Material Girl is a proud sponsor of Lexington Minutemen uniforms on fearthevillage.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on vsbnradio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. This message brought to you by Life Support Team, a proud supporter of VSBN Radio and high school football. Hey, this is Tom Durbin, the president and CEO of the Life Support Team. Our company provides emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Our paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, 
call the life support team, 419-522-2020. That's 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872. And as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Taylor Gerhardt, and you're listening to Minuteman Football on FearTheVillage.com. Back here at Arlen Field, and the Minutemen have come out to stretch, and they are getting set for second-half action. And I'm not sure what Nick is pointing to. Do you want more brownies, Nick? Is that Heather Pauly once again has done it herself. Yeah, it's uh, Heather Polly just every week reaches new heights. It's incredible. Well, and she even made a Facebook post about them this time. She made the same exact brownies as she did two weeks ago, and yet they're somehow, m- like, better. I don't know. I Maybe, I well. It might be because we have more of them this time. That could be why. I may or may not have had several dreams over the last 14 days since we were at Madison about those brownies. And uh, maybe that's why they taste just that much sweeter tonight, because they're back in my life. It's like me and Heather Polly brownies. If this were like a cheesy 80s love story, we'd be running at each other in slow motion. On a beach somewhere. Wrapping our arms around each other. <laughs> Heather Polly's brownies, not me and Heather Polly. Right. And I would just be uh, cradling this tinfoil basket of Heather Polly brownies. As we watch the sun set with the palm trees swaying. It's very descriptive. It's nice. Just swaying ever so slightly in the background. I'm not sure how we got from Arlen Field to a beach with Heather Polly Brownies, but. Hey, we're here. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Absolutely not. As a, It's a hard transition from. Fantasizing about beaches and Heather Polly Brownies to Nick's second half keys to the game, but that's what we're going to do right now, Nick. What are the keys for Lexington to win this game tonight? Uh, I think it just comes down to the defense. You, you gotta, you, you, we have to cut down on the big plays. When when Lexington gets the Mansfield in third and long situations, we got to find a way to get a stop. I mean, it's just been a big play after big play that has just killed momentum for Lex. So keeping keeping Lexington, uh, keeping that defense off the field, which would be huge. You got to keep this offense on the field and running. So uh, to, get, to get a stop right out the gate, get a three and out. I know Coach Massey's going to have some stuff, some adjustments made for half, after half. But uh, and you know they've only brought a couple blitzes tonight. I mean there really hasn't been a lot of stunts. So look to maybe bring a couple more, couple couple 
more yep. blitzes just to kind of make Brock more uncomfortable uh, in the pocket, even though it's been pretty successful only bringing three or four like we normally have. But to bring that extra rusher off the edge or right up the middle can make a big difference. Well, and you know what, Nick, too? I mean, it's it's the playoffs now. You've got yeah. you've got to throw everything out there yep, that you exactly. have. Any tricks up your sleeve, now's the time. I mean, you can't worry about the next opponent seeing them on film because you got to get to the next opponent, and right. uh, you got to do that any way you can now. So defensively, especially like Nick mentioned, I would say that's where we may see some major changes. Offensively, you know, you're, yeah. you're looking decent. You yeah. gotta, but you're going to have to take some shots at some point to, to keep this Mansfield defense yeah. honest. Because th this Mansfield defense has been loading the box. Yeah. I mean, it, it's been crazy how many guys they have inside the tackle box. So, like you said, we're going to have to get them out of that, get them spread out a little bit more, come out in some – three, four wide situations. So we are just about set for second half action as they just added a couple minutes back onto the clock here to allow the teams to get a couple of extra uh, warm-up minutes. Make sure they're stretched out and ready to go. Cole Pauley and Brock Hill meeting at midfield. Just going over some things with the head referee tonight, making sure everybody's on the same page for the second half. Senior high leads at 21 to 14. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you here as we're about to start second half action from Arlen Field. And it's uh, it's been a great one so far tonight. And just looking around North Central Ohio at the scores from around the area, this is by far the best game tonight so far that I've seen. And we are happy to be here with you. Right at the 50-yard line in the away press box over on the north side of the stadium. And, you know, this, has been, this is a really cool place to call a game. This is the first time I've been able to come out here with you. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely a cool, cool stadium to be in here. Be able to well, call the a press game. box, too, is just – it almost gives you sort of like a – just the way the oh, press box like is kind of shaped around you, the way the the windows are angled, it's almost like a picturesque type of, almost like somebody is editing our view right in front of us, Not like something you would see on TV or something. It's really – Oh, and you got the big window all the way open. Yeah. And it's really a it, – it is a unique view, and we're up really high. This is one of the higher spots you could call a game, but – See, Arlen Field, though, we're almost up at the height of where we would be for, like, a Worcester game, but we're right, right up on the field because there's yep. no track around the stadium, yeah. around the field here. So so we're up high, but we're right on top of the field, and it is just a fantastic vantage point. Well, and it's, everything's easy. I mean, all the down, all the lines are easy to, yeah. to see, and I mean, it just makes our job a little bit easier. Well, if you're just tuning in, or if you're tuning back in for second half action, you are in for, I'm sure, a wild finish coming up here at Arlen Field. It is 21-14, senior high in the lead. Both teams went back and forth trading blows in the first half. Unfortunately for the Minutemen, though, they have to get a stop here right away. You can't let senior high get a 14-point lead in a game like this because they've got the weapons to just salt away the clock. And uh, you can't get down by too much here. So Lexington playing a dangerous game right now. 
Got to get a stop here, but it starts with a good kick. Neither team was really able to pin the other team deep in the first half at any point. That, that is true. I mean, I'd imagine because the last time Lex kicked off, it rolled out of bounds, so I'd imagine they'll try and go deep here. We'll see. I mean, we know A.J. has the leg. I would kick it right down the middle of the field here. Literally. <laughs> and make the return men. You've got Aaron Thornton back there and Amar Davis. I'd make them, or maybe that's Jontae O'Brien over there on the far side. I'd make them fight over who's going to return it. Just kick it right between them. Second half action. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com. A.J. Young runs up and boots it from right to left, and he does kick this one deep. And Jontae O'Brien's going to have to run up, and he takes it off the bounce at the 10 to the 15 to the 20, and he's going to get to the outside somehow 30, 35, 40, down the far sideline 50, and he's going to be pushed out by A.J. Young. What looked nice. like that was going to be a great play by Lex. Ended up being an even better play by Jayante O'Brien. Man, he took off. He sure did, and maybe that's why they haven't been kicking deep. My, oh, my. And that is not oh. the way you wanted to start the second half if you're the Minutemen. But the defense did come up with two big yeah. interceptions in the first half. We'll see if they can get out of this hole again as Senior High is going to start on the Lexington oh. side of the field. At the Lex 46-yard line, Senior High comes out. They'll have four wide to the right, one to the left. Brock Hill in the shotgun again by himself. Well, QB draw. They finish the first half this way. Now they'll start the second half this way. The snap is, I think the snap might have been before everybody else moved, Nick. Or maybe the snap was late. I couldn't really tell. I just know things were not in sync for senior high there. And it is a false start, and that's going to push Mansfield Senior back to their side of the field, to their 49. And may I add, it was going to be a QB draw. So first and 15. So that's a good start for the Minutemen yeah. defense. Now you got to hold them here. Force a second and third and long situation. Don't let them get a big play here on first down. Four wide receivers split off to the right. It is O'Brien, Amar Davis, Avion Gross, and Elias Owens, Miles Bradley off to the left. Hill takes the snap. He's going to run up the middle, and he's got all day to run. 40, 35, 30, down the far sideline, 20, and he's going to be tackled at the 7. And it just seems like – and now we yeah, have a penalty call flag. A horse collar, I think. And it just seems like, Nick, you've got – eventually you have – I mean, this is play. This is playoff action now. you got to spy Brock Hill. You can't let him beat you with his legs. Make him beat you through the air. Your secondary's played great tonight. Yeah. I mean, they've got two interceptions. Those have been the only turnovers of the game. That's just huge. Brock Hill, I mean, you just can't let him run. This is exactly sort – really the same scenario as the first time these two teams played. It was a close game, and then Brock Hill just started running. And the game was over. Yeah, so this is going to be half a distance from the seven, so they'll be yep. all the way down to the three or four-yard line. Three-and-a-half-yard line. <sighs> that's, just, that's, that's a tough break. So just like that, we haven't even played 30 seconds yet in the second half, and Senior High has the ball at the Lex three. First and goal with that. This is a new formation. Power formation huh. there. And they will give Ricky Mills off the right side. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, bounces out of a couple tackles and in, touchdown off the right side. I mean, my goodness, the Minutemen had him. I don't know how he got out of there. Nice. 
Just kept those feet driving and just bounced right on out. 27 to 14, and that is not the start you wanted. No, not by any means. Senior high scores in 30 seconds to start the second half. Sean Putt will attempt the extra point. Duke Reese will hold. The snap is back, and oh, the man, they are hold is almost down. Almost getting there every time. Minutemen, two of them were in there, but the kick is good. 28 to 14. Minutemen have a lot of work to do now as Senior High has just eclipsed their scoring mark from week six. They put up 23 at Lex. They've got 28 now here already tonight. Now at the same time, though, Lexington well ahead of where they were at this time yeah, last time. That's true. At halftime at home, they had zero. Tonight they have 14, but Eventually, you got to stop Mansfield because it's getting to the point now where it just seems like they're scoring every time they get the football. Right. Well, first here, though, you got to answer. And you got plenty of time oh, if yeah. you answer. But oh, if you don't yes. answer, then the clock starts to become a factor. But if, you know, you just got to answer any way you can here. It doesn't matter if you take your time or not. But if you don't answer here, the clock is going to become a factor very quickly. Sean Putt has it up on the tee right in front of us. He'll kick it left to right. And he squibs it. And it's going to bounce right to Kate Eichler. He's got it at the 30, making a move. And he gets out to the 31 as he was tripped up by the ankle. And a nice tackle there by Isaiah Darson. Freshman. Little freshman, too, but a nice tackle. <laughs> so not horrible field position for the Minutemen, but uh, they've had better. First and 10 from their own 31-yard line. And the Minutemen come out. They've got to answer on this drive. They cannot wait to answer back. They'll send Eichler and Newman off to the right. They'll send Baden Forup in motion at the tight end spot. Cole Pauly in the pistol, first and 10, takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's throwing, and it's a slant, and it's tipped. Caden Eichler, it was in his hands, but I think it was tipped before it got to him. Yeah. And it kind of went through his hands and then almost intercepted. Yeah, Avion Gross almost picked it off from that safety spot. Second and 10 coming up. Cam Crago comes in. He'll come in for Caden Eichler and bring the play in for the Minutemen. Second and 10 from their own 31. 11 14 to go first, uh, excuse me, third quarter. 28 14, senior high up. Two wide receivers split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol again, takes the snap. He will give off the right side. Barry to the 30, to the 35. Now near the 40, near a first down. He might have gotten. He's close. Seven or eight there. We'll just have to see where the spot is at the 38. So he got seven. Third and three coming up. You got. You have to convert here. I mean, if you give Mansfield the ball back here with this much time left, they're just going to Well, and you know what, Nick? Something that they tried once in the first half. It didn't work, but something I would try to go back to at some point is a screen play yeah. possibly oh, here. Oh, for sure. Two wide receivers split off to the left. Single coverage out here. We'll see if the Minutemen can exploit it. 
Pauly in the pistol, third and three. And we're going to have a false start. Everybody went but the center. The snap just never came. That's going to set up third and eight. That's a big penalty there for the Minutemen. 11, excuse me, 10.26 to go in the third quarter. Senior high definitely came out and threw a punch here in the second half with a quick touchdown to make it 28-14. And now Lexington looks like they may stall here. They need a first down. It's third and eight. Giving the ball back to senior high right now would not be a good thing. They'll send two wide receivers split off to the left. It's Carter Newman and Mason Thomas. Caden Eichler split off to the right. Pauly in the single back pistol, third and eight from the 33. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's throwing. He's got a man. It's Carter Newman. First down to the 46-yard line. A great play there as Carter just went down the field about 12 yards, turned around, sat down, and just waited for the pass to come in. And the sure-handed Carter Newman having a huge night so far. He gets the 13-yard reception there and a first down minute men to the 46. A big play there. Yeah, it's a good quick hitter, too, on third and long. Able to pick up 13. Good pocket from the O-line. Gave Cole plenty of time to get rid of it. They'll send A.J. Young in now. He's going to go slot right with Mason Thomas split off far to the right. One wide receiver down here on the near side. Cole Pauly takes the snap. He's going to give, and oh, my goodness. They Every Tiger on <laughs> the field was in the backfield there to tackle Carson Berry for a loss of two. And that's where, Nick, you, you would love to see maybe a screen play. When they send the house, yeah. if you can just get a pass out of there, that's a touchdown because there was nobody left. I mean, the Tigers brought probably eight guys there. Yeah, they brought the whole D-line all their backers, and they probably only had the guys covered up outside. <laughs> Man, they brought everybody. <laughs> Not only did they bring everybody, but everybody was in the backfield. <laughs> yeah. So, second and 13, a loss of three. From their own 43-yard line, Pauly in the pistol again, one wide to each side, takes the snap, fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to have to continue scrambling right. He's going to throw right. He's got his man. It's Hudson Moore. Makes a man miss to the 45, out to the 50, 45, down the far sideline, 40, still carrying Tigers down to the 33. First down minute, man. We've seen Hudson do it before this year. That's nothing new for us. Whew. Man, big gain of what, 23? Man. And most of those oh. yards were with at least one Tiger on his back and eventually two. Yeah, I mean, he made the first guy miss, and then he was just dragging defenders. And, Nick, all of a sudden, this pass game for the Lex offense is rolling here. They'll send Carter Newman off to the right. Caden Eichler split off to the left, first and 10 from the senior high 34. Polly in the pistol with Carson Berry. He takes the snap. He's going to throw left. He's got Caden Eichler. He's to the 25. Stiff arm, and he's brought down at the 25. And now we're going to have a penalty on senior high as Avion Gross just came up and pushed Caden Eichler right in the face. I'm not sure why. His guy was the one holding Caden Eichler down on the ground. Yeah. That's going to be a 15-yard penalty. Actually, it's going to be half the distance to the goal from here. That'll put Lex down in the red zone to the 13 after the penalty is marked off. Yeah, because that was already a gain of eight. 
Well, even Nick, even if that wasn't a, an unsportsmanlike after the play, during the play, that would be hands to the face. Either right. way, you cannot. I mean, that was someone in the face. That mask. was that was a blatant uh, late hit for sure. But even during a play, I mean, any time you put your hands on someone's face, it's going to be some type of penalty. And the Minutemen driving here. It just seems like they continue. Now, they haven't scored here yet, but they continue answering. The question mark the rest of the way tonight is going to be on the defensive side for the Minutemen, but they've got to score here. Yeah, so, for some reason, that's, that's only going to be an eight-yard penalty. I can't. Oh, no, there but they now go. Now they're moving it yeah. down. I was going to say to the 13, which is exactly where I said it would be. In the red zone, first and 10 from the Mansfield Senior 13. Pauly with one wide receiver to each side. He's waiting. He takes the snap. He's going to throw. Corner of the end zone. It's a fade route to Caden Eichler, and it's out of bounds. Second and 10 coming up. Yeah, on those types of throws, I'd rather you overthrow it like that than underthrow it because there's a couple yep. of Tigers right underneath ready yep. to make a play. But I like the aggressiveness, taking a shot. Got some momentum going. Second and 10. Lex at the senior high 13-yard line. Cole Pauly still waiting for the play to come in here. There's only 12 on the play clock. And this has been a problem for the Minutemen all year to getting the plays off. They'll send one wide receiver to each side. Pauly in the pistol. Second and 10 from the 13. He takes the snap. He gives Carson Berry off the right side, trying to bounce it outside, and he's tackled by Miles Bradley by the ankle back at the 16. Man, and he was that 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 saved a big gain because Carson had some room to run. So another big play coming up here for the Minutemen. Third down and 16. Well, in here, I think you're definitely in field goal range. But obviously. You just can't you, turn the ball you, over. Yeah, you need seven here. You'd love to get seven, but you can't turn the ball over. Anything's better than nothing here, really. Right. And like you said, or like I said earlier, if the Minutemen can just string together some stops, they're yeah. going to be in this ball game. But if they keep giving up touchdowns, it doesn't matter if they score here or not. Third and 13, Pauly with one wide receiver to each side, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's got a man. It's Carter Newman, and it's through his hands at the five. Oh, that would have been a big one because I think he might have turned and maybe gotten a touchdown there. Yeah. And now what, Nick? Man. A.J. Young waiting down here for I the mean, call to go on. We'll fourth see. Fourth and 13. This is, this is a big call. They may go for it. A.J. I mean, Young's you going to take the call here. You and he's almost gonna... have to, though. You're down two touchdowns, seven minutes to go in the in the quarter. you got to be aggressive. And they are. They're going to send in A.J. Young at the wide receiver spot and bring off Hudson Moore. So they're going to go with two wide receivers left, one to the right, fourth and 13. From the senior high, 16-yard line, Pauly takes the snap. He's back. He pump fakes. He's going to step up, and he's going to go down back at the 18-yard line. The pocket just collapsed, and he had nowhere to go. And a turnover on downs, and now it is do or die for the Lex defense. Yeah, 
And now you just got to stop Brock Hill. They're not even putting a running back in there. It's five wide. Brock Hill's going to come out in the shotgun immediately here. Just stop Brock Hill. Senior high has it at their own 18-yard line to start this drive. Five on the play clock. Hill takes the snap. He's going to run it up the middle. Minute men are there. They get him. No gain on that one. And somehow they're going to give him a yard. Unbelievable. There's no way he even, he really didn't even get past the line of scrimmage, but they give him a yard. Second and nine coming up. They're going to go five wide again. Four to the right, one to the left. Now this will be interesting here because if they keep running, Lex, you know, if they can stay at home and stop him, yeah. they're going to have to force a throw, and that just seems like something senior high does not want to do right now after a couple of interceptions in the first half. They have no interest in throwing the ball. Unless it's just a straight vertical down the field. <laughs> Brock Hill awaiting the snap. Second and nine takes the snap. He's going to run it up the middle again, and the minute men are there, and there was no gain, but we'll see if they give him. They're going to give him another yard. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> He's gotten zero yards on this drive, and somehow it's third and eight. Well, and like you said, now Lex forcing a throw. Great penetration from that front three. I mean, they they really only have three down. Well, now you've got Hudson there. Moore and Mason Green spying yes. now. So, yeah. and then you got Cohen Moore. He's just kind of the utility man. Yep. Now he's going over to double with Miles Bradley out there, but he's kind of just floating. Third and eight, senior high at their own twenty. Big play here for the Lex defense. Five twenty to go, third quarter. 28-14, Mansfield on top. Brock Hill takes the snap. He's going to throw down the far sideline. It is caught in stride, and Miles Bradley's going to take it to the house. Touchdown, Tigers. And, the, and now we have a penalty. At, like, the... Well, that's going to be after the play, though. It's going to be an unsportsmanlike on senior high for something, I think. Unless this is going to come back. A couple of the Tigers are staying on the field here. They might. Well, if this is unsportsmanlike, the touchdown should still count. Right. But, but senior high's walking back as if it's not going to stand. And Brock Hill was the one that's going to get the penalty here. And Coach Bradley is just giving it to Brock Hill. So I'm not sure what's going to happen here. The penalty flags all the way back at the 43. Yeah. Was he taunting down the field or well, something? <laughs> the thing is, when the flag was thrown, Brock Hill was still back here on the other side of the field, and they are going to count the touchdown. This will be, well, yeah, they're going to count the touchdown. They may have picked up the flag here. Well, now what? They're talking to Coach Garrett. They're asking if he wants, to, wants it on here or the kickoff, probably. And it is going to be some type of unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which. Which you can taunt. That is down taunting. The field. <laughs> I, honestly, I feel like that should take away the touchdown, in my opinion. I mean, if you, if you can't keep your composure through well, the end depends, of the play. though. I think. The touchdown had happened, I believe. And that's just how it is because it didn't affect the play. Right. Which is why it's not going to bring the play back. But either way, 
Lex again gives up a big play on third down. And the extra point is blocked, finally. And the Minutemen might have a chance to return. Caden Eichler catches it, and they're not allowed to return it. Oh. <laughs> As for a moment there, I forgot. In high school, you can't return the extra point. But Caden Eichler already had it to the 35. Either way, the Minutemen have got to get something going on offense here before it is too late, and hopefully it's not too late. 5.06 to go in the third quarter. 34 to 14 now. Lex should get great field position here. Yeah, Sean <laughs> Putt's going to have to kick this thing off from the 25. Yeah. Yeah, that's just a killer. I mean, third and long, and they hit the deep toss down the field, down the sideline. And Nick, just as, you know, I was a, a basketball player, never stepped on a football field in high school, but, you know, I, I never got the taunting during the game. I never, right. like, you know, if you're talking trash under your breath, but there's no reason to put on a show when you're up by 20 in the middle of the game yeah. in a playoff game, do the, you know, do it after the game when you can't be penalized. If you're right. going to do it. Well, I agree. I mean, I, like, it just makes no sense. And yeah. Brock Hill was taunting a defensive lineman from Lexington <laughs> all the way back here at the 50 while right. the touchdown's being run across the goal line. It just, that's not the place to do it. If you're going to get a taunting penalty, at least make it, you know, as a part of the touchdown celebration. Don't, don't yeah. sit back here at midfield and talk <laughs> to a lineman. Right. I mean, nobody's even watching that happen. What good is that doing anyone? Sean Putt will squib it. It's going to be picked up by Byrice at the 30. He's to the 34. Breaks an ankle of one of the of Avion Gross, actually. That was a nice juke, but didn't get much more out of it after that. And the Minutemen will have the ball at the 34-yard line to start this drive. Actually, the 33. Not over by any means, but Lexington, really, if they don't score on this drive. It's just going to be so tough to come back at this point if you don't score here. Three, uh, excuse me, five minutes to go in the third quarter. Pauly with two split off to the left in the pistol. He sends Carter Newman in motion. They'll give, though, off the left side, Carson Berry. He's to the 35, trying to get the edge 40. And a gain of five out of bounds. Clock will stop, which actually at this point is a good thing for the Minutemen. They're going to give him five and a half there. Now they'll give him six out to the 41. And that was a gain of eight, as my eyes deceived me. I thought they started the drive at the 35. They started at the 33, so... Second and two coming up. One wide receiver split off to each side. Cole Pauly in the pistol. Second and two. Takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking. He's going to roll right. He's got time. Now he throws down the field, and he's got him, in. it's Caden Eichler down at the 37-yard line. What a catch. And he even got held, too, when he made his move out of the break. He, he got held up by the defender, and he still went up over the top. And we've got a penalty. And it looks like, I hope it's the holding call on, on Mansfield. And I think it is. Both teams are kind of moving towards 
the Mansfield side of the field here, even further down the Mansfield side of the field, which would indicate they think it is on Mansfield. Or they might get Caden with the taunting afterwards because he did signal the first down. But Well, the flag, though, is way back here near the line of scrimmage True. where Cole Pauley was kind of rolling out. Maybe it was a late hit. When they're coming over to talk to Coach Gerhardt. It's definitely on senior high. And if it's holding, I mean, they're obviously going to decline. Right. Yeah, they got the hold. And the penalty was declined. They'll take the big pass play instead down to the Mansfield 38. Great catch by Caden. Yeah, He's was. had a, a pretty good night so far on both sides of the ball. He has an interception tonight as well. And now the Minutemen come out. 4.44 to go, third quarter. Two wide receivers split off to the right. Pauly in the pistol. From the senior high 38-yard line, first and 10. He'll take the snap, give Carson Berry, juking around, now gets to the outside, 30. He's down the near sideline, 25, down to the 20, and he's down to the 15-yard line. A big game, Carson Berry. And the Minutemen back in the red zone. Getting it done in chunks right now. Two gains of 20 yards back-to-back. And just a reminder, if you're listening at home, the next time, if Carson Berry does score, the next time he does, he will set the single-season scoring record in Lexington football history. Set by Brad Gallick back in 2007, 152 points. Carson Oof. matched that tonight earlier. Now we'll see if he can break it and set the record all for himself. First and 10, Minutemen at the senior high 15-yard line. Two wide to the left. They'll send Newman in motion. And now what? We're going to have a false start on the right side there, maybe baiting for it. And with that last run, too, Carson with 109 rushing on the night. And a touchdown for Carson. Good night for Carson. Really a yeah, good, a well. decent night for the offense so far. And the Minutemen have come up with some turnovers, but uh, it's just like either, either they get a turnover or Mansfield Senior scores a big play. They really haven't been there. Senior high hasn't punted yet. Yeah, just haven't been able to put it all together tonight. They need a touchdown here, though, quickly. And then they need to give their defense a chance to get the, ball, uh, the football back. First and 15 from the 20. Cole Pauley in the pistol. One wide to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap. He fakes the give. He's going to roll right. He's looking. He's looking back to the near Whoa. side, and it's incomplete. And I thought he had Baden Forup out there to the right yeah, side, I but he looked so back too. left. And he threw it wide of Caden Eichler. There's a couple defenders over the top, so maybe that's why Cole kind of was hesitant to throw it, but I still think he had position. Second and 15 coming up from the 20. And on that particular rollout, the tight end's been open a lot just throughout the whole year. I mean, it's been there. Just haven't been able to connect. A.J. Young will bring the play in. The clock is stopped on the incomplete pass. 3.33 to go third quarter. Nelson Carter Newman split off far to the right. A.J. Young slot right. Caden Eichler all by himself to the left. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to step up in the pocket. Throws. He's got Carter Newman at the 10. Breaks a tackle. And he can't get out of the second one, though. And they're going to mark him at the 11. A gain of, or excuse me, the 16. Gain of four. Oh, I thought he got more than that. I thought he had forward progress at least to the 15. And I even thought Cole's going to take off there for a second. Had some green grass. He but did. Decided to throw instead. Big play coming up here for the Minutemen. Third and 11 at the senior high 16 yard line. And once again, I mean, this 
right now in this point of the game, you, you need you need six. You can't field goals aren't going to get it done now. So Lex obviously in four down territory. Cole Pauly comes out. He's got two wide receivers split off to the left, one to the right. Now Mason Thomas going to run from the left to the right. Cole Pauly in the single back pistol. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He steps up, and he's going to be sacked back at the 20. Oh, geez. And now we've got a flag after the play, and we'll There's see who it's on. Stuff going on. If it's there. on senior high, which I don't think it is this time, it's going to be on Lex, which pushes them even out of field goal range. I think it's going to be on Lex, Nick, after the play in the uh, scrum there. Well, and 58 might have just got tossed. And he did. And for the Minutemen, Rael Messervy, we believe, is going to be ejected from the game. Not sure what he did. Well, he couldn't see anything over there. There was just a scrum at the bottom of the pile, and a flag went flying, and Lexington backing up now. And I think they're going to go for it here, but it's going to be fourth and 30. I mean, you really can't kick a field goal here. But at this, you know, at the same time, though, Nick, it's like you have to go for it, but if you don't get it here, you're giving senior high yeah. outstanding field position. So maybe I'd I mean, almost punt. Almost, yeah. I think you're just kind of in. It's a, it's a really you can't do anything yeah. right or wrong here. You're just kind of playing at this point because it's going to be fourth and thirty. So, it is oh, it's third down. Fourth and well, now it's going to be fourth and thirty-one. The scoreboard hasn't been updated yet. Oh, okay. Fourth and thirty-one from the thirty-six yard line, trailing by twenty, and it's playoff action. You got to go for it here. Cole Pauly's going to have Kate Nykler split off to the left. Carter Newman split off to the right, with Carson Berry and Hudson Moore in the pistol with him. Cole Pauly. Will take the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's going to wind up and throw down the middle of the field. He's got Carter Newman, and it is picked off in the end zone. Which honestly, Nick is as That's, good as a yeah, punt there. I mean, now it's a. I mean, yeah. it's a big play for senior high, and they're celebrating. But really, that's just a punt from the Minutemen and a touchback. And at this point, uh, unless there's a turnover, it's not looking good for the Minutemen. So unless there's a quick three and out or a turnover here, this is uh, this is really not looking good. 2.07 to go, third quarter, 34-14, senior high up by 20. Brock Hill's going to be in the pistol for the first time in quite a while from their own 20. They'll have Miles Bradley off to the left, Elias Owens off to the right. A little bit of a jumbo pistol here off the right side with a couple of Bigger guys on the line, and Ricky Mills also back in there at the fullback spot, and they'll give it. It's Petty off the left side to the 25, to the 27. 
And they're going to give him the 29. So what I'm confused about tonight is when a guy goes down on the ground and then slides, the referees have been giving them, they'll mark him where he was done sliding. Yeah, I've noticed that too. It should be where the slide starts. Well, yeah, where his knee goes down. Petty yeah. went down at the 27 there. He slid to the 29, and they gave him the 29, which it's a little thing at this point, but it's just it's happened all night, and it's just driving me insane because that's not the correct call. This isn't baseball. There's no sliding in football that uh, results in a positive. As Brock Hill will fumble the football here on second down, and they're actually going to say that was incomplete, and it'll set up third down. And third and one coming up with 119 to go in the third quarter. you got to get a stop here. <laughs> that looked like a fumble to me. <laughs> well, he kind of pitched it forward underhand, sort of, or like sidearm. Yeah, I guess. But like a reverse sidearm. Like he was holding his right arm on the left side of his body and chucked it forward. Third and one, Brock Hill going to go on the pistol. Minutemen have got to just load the box here, take a chance, and try to get a stop. Doubt. Senior high is going to pass here, but if they do, I would just live with it, honestly. Got to stop the run here. Brock Hill takes the pistol snap, and they will stop the run. And no, they won't. Brock Hill's going to keep it. I thought he gave it off. He's going to be down the far sideline at the 46. I thought for sure he gave that ball off to Petty. Yeah, he pulled it right at the last second. Man. Well, and there were a couple minute men in there. I thought they had them both kind of grabbed, but Brock Hill somehow got out of there, and now they're just going to – Start milking this game away. Lexington put up a great fight tonight. The game's not over yet, but it is not looking good here at Arlen Field. Minutemen trailing by 20, and senior high driving. They're at their own 46, and they'll definitely take the clock down to the end of the third quarter here in just a moment. They're only going to have to run one or two more plays. First and 10, Brock Hill takes the pistol snap. He's back. He's looking, and he got out of a sack somehow, and Matt Dwyer there, and the fumble, and the Minutemen pick it up. Here goes Maiden for him down the far sideline, 15-10, and down to the 7. And that's just what the Minutemen needed. And right before the end of the quarter, too, they can punch this thing in and, I mean, be down to two scores going into the fourth. It could definitely get interesting. 27 seconds left in the third quarter. That's a big play, too, because sure it looked is. like a bang-bang play. I thought maybe they'd call him down. Evidently, the ball came out, and baden Fort picked it up and ran down the far sideline, and now the Minutemen have it first and goal at the eight-yard line. Those big strides from Baden just couldn't outrun Miles Bradley. So here we go. Like Nick said, the Minutemen, you know, they've got to try to get this in before the end of the third quarter because they're going to need that third-quarter stoppage basically to use as a timeout. Pauly in the pistol, one wide to each side, takes the snap, give Carson Berry, juking around up the middle, and he's to the six. He got two. It looked like something might open up there, but it just never did. 15 seconds left in the third. Minute the, the very least, you got to get Carson in the end zone yeah, here. Get that I mean, record. Yeah, I would say, at the very least, you got to get him that record. Well, and that's going to be the end of the third quarter. We'll switch sides. Minutemen have it second and goal at the six-yard line when we come back trailing by 20. they got to punch it in here, and we'll see what happens. Should be a good final 12 minutes here from Arlen Field when we come back. It is 34-14, senior high on top on fearthevillage.com. 
RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. This is Cole Pauley, quarterback for the Minutemen, and you're listening to Lexington Football on VSBN Radio. Hammer down and go Lex. Well, Nick, if Carson Berry can just find the end zone one more time right here, he will be the all-time leading scorer in Lexington football history for a single season. Current record set by Brad Gallick back in 2007. He scored 152 points that year total. Carson Berry has 20 What's he up to now, Nick? 25 touchdowns on the year? I believe. And that is good enough to tie the 152 points set by Brad Gallick. And if he can get into the end zone here, he would have the record all to himself. Start of the fourth quarter. Minutemen down 20, but they're at the six-yard line. Second and goal. Pauly with two to the right in the pistol. Sends Newman in motion. Takes the snap. They'll give Carter Newman coming around the left side. He jukes up the middle. He's in. Touchdown, Minutemen. Carter Newman off the left side. His second touchdown of the night. He's got one running and one catching tonight now. And the Minutemen have some life. Yeah, they, they hit him on that jet sweep that they set up pretty much every play. They send him in motion. And they're just waiting to give it to him. A.J. Young will attempt the extra point. And if things get interesting at the end here, that blocked extra point by the Minutemen earlier might come into play, but you got to hit your own extra points. Cole Polly will hold. Snap is a good one. Hold is a good one. The kick is up, and it is good. And it almost went out to Trimble Road as a Toyota Corolla drives by. <laughs> that would have been bad. Just driving along on a Friday night, and a football Whack. hits you in right in the windshield. <laughs> 34-21, Lex right back in it, but they've got to have another turnover, a bad snap, just some type of luck go their way, a three and out even. Got to get the ball back and score quickly here because that clock is going to really start becoming a factor. So 34-21, the scoring tonight. Carson Berry with a touchdown rushing. Carter Newman with just an absolutely phenomenal play, a highlight reel catch in the end zone from 27 yards out. And then right there, Carter Newman ran it for six yards. And the Minutemen just doing enough here to keep everyone on their toes here at Arlen Field, including the Tigers. And you never know here too, Nick. Somebody fumbles this kickoff or maybe they just instead of squibbing it maybe they just kick it short and hope that it takes a weird bounce and they can get on it who knows I'd kick it right at this up man right 53 doesn't look ready to play kick it right at him or even just down the <laughs> seam here just squib it right up the middle of the field AJ Young runs up and he'll kick it deep and this is going to go through the end wow. zone when he had the wind at his back a touchback, and that was a true touchback, too. That thing, that one. That did not roll into the end zone. That was through the end zone. That looked like a nice college kickoff there for A.J., and, of course, he's one of the higher-ranked kickers in his class coming up next year. 
It's in the top 50, I believe. Really? In the nation. Huh. It's pretty neat. He's looking at a lot of D1 programs All, all out kind there. of offers potentially coming his way. He's gone to a lot of camps, though, and gotten his name out there, which yeah. is half the battle. So here we go. First and 10. Senior high at their own 20. Brock Hill in the pistol. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Jameer Petty, the tailback this time. Minutemen need to get a stop here. However they do it, a turnover or just a three and out, they got to do something quickly. Jordan Byrai showing blitz here. Brock Hill in the pistol takes the snap. He's going to fake the give to Petty, and he's going to be wrapped up, and he's only going to gain two. That's Second and starts. eight coming up. Yep, I mean, absolutely. Can't be fooled by that option. And it seems like Brock Hill does not give the ball off on the no. option. He well, keeps it. Because Lex, Lex just does such a great job of keying that running back that it's not even there to begin with because they're collapsing so hard on the running back that he's able to pull it. But still got to play it honest. Second and eight coming up. This is arguably the biggest play of the series. The long second downs, you know, if you can keep them long for third down, this is the key right here. Brock Hill with three to the right, one to the left. It's the pistol again. I can't imagine they're going to throw here, though. As Hill takes the snap, he's going to give it to Petty this time, and he's bottled up, a gain of one, yeah. and it's going to be third and seven. Oh. Huge play coming up for the Minutemen right here. And this, I mean, the Tigers, they're just they're waiting the game clock all the way down to, I mean, two seconds before they snap. So, I mean, this, this is a huge play and could possibly force the first, first punt from Mansfield. Need a big stop here. 10.40 to go in the fourth quarter. Plenty of time, but you got to get this stop right here. Well, I wouldn't seven. be surprised they go to the bubble screen here. They haven't done it in a while. Three turnovers tonight, though, for senior high. So will they take a chance oh. to throw a pass? And that would also stop the clock on an incomplete pass. Brock Hill trying to get things organized here, and the pistol takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. Leighton Nose is in there, and the minute men are going to get in there, and they almost get the sack and force an incomplete pass. Hey, it is fourth stops. down. And the clock stops, which is huge. Great pressure. They, they were looking for Bradley one-on-one -on -one with A.J. Young, but A.J. did a great job to – to shield him off towards the sideline. He had nowhere to go. Oh, and I thought Leighton Nosa was going to yeah, get Brock it was close. Hill. You'd but actually I, like the incomplete yes, pass, though, better. Yes, absolutely. Stop the clock and give your offense time. Now you got to watch the fake here. I would definitely play safe return. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Mansfield faked it here up. I mean, they're up 13. I wouldn't be surprised. And this would be a killer if they did, too. Brock Hill is the punter. So you can't put anything past him. It's a good snap. He's going to get the punt away. It's a really weird end-over-end end punt. It's going to be taken by Eichler. He's at the 50 and at the 47, and he's going to go down there. Oh, I keep thinking the, mar the <laughs> marker got me. I was like, what is there but a flag for? You know what, Nick? <laughs> the Minutemen down by 13 have the ball on the Mansfield side of the field with 10.03 to go. And all three timeouts. And you definitely, you'd want to try to hang on to those. Oh, yeah. Because if it gets late game situation, you're only down a score, and Mansfield just tries to run the clock out, you want to be able to use those and get the ball back. And you know what, Nick? The passing game for Lex in the second half here has looked phenomenal. Yeah, it's been a lot better. So I mean, we'll only, see. only attempting six passes in the first half, they've probably already doubled that. And Mansfield really only has one safety back. Everything else is man-to-man -man coverage. Two to the right, one to the left. Pauly takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. Now he's going to go down, and he gets the pass out of there and incomplete. Oof. 
That was dangerous, but Caden sure Eichler was. was over there, so it's not grounding. And Caden made a good effort to come back to the ball as yes. well instead of continuing down the field. Second down and 10, minute men at the Mansfield Senior 48-yard line. Got to get a score here. Yeah, and the thing with Lex, you got to keep running your offense like you have. You yeah. run the ball still. Yeah. You got time. Yeah. I mean, you can't just abandon the run quite yet. You got to keep running the ball. I agree. They'll send two to the right, one to the left this time. Pauly in the single back pistol. Second and 10, takes the snap. He's back. He's looking, a screen play. Carson Berry catches. He's to the 45, down the far sideline, 40, and he's out of bounds at the 38, a first down, Minutemen. And there's that screen play. Didn't that called did, it. Yes, he did. At some point, they had to try it again. Yeah. And he gets out of bounds. 9.47 to go. Minutemen have got a score here, obviously, but they've got time. They have to score, but they've got time to score and get the ball back. Right. That's the key. You, well, you, you have to score here, but you have time to score here. And you don't need to onside kick either. Right. That's, that's what's also very important. You don't have to onside kick it if you score here. So Lex comes out first and 10 at the senior high 38-yard line. Pauly in the pistol with two to the right, one to the left. Carson Berry right behind him, the single back pistol. Pauly awaits and takes the snap. He's going to give Carson Berry up the middle, and he gets through a hole to the 30, down to the 29, and a gain of nine sets up second and one. Great play there by Carson as he is just waiting for everything to develop before he bursts through the hole. Well, and Lex definitely showing some sense of urgency, getting the plays in, getting everything everything set up. They're trying to get the plays called early in the game clock so they can get get more time. 9.15 to go in the ball game. Minutemen down 13, but driving. They'll send Carter Newman, A.J. Young to the right. Caden Eichler off to the left. Pauly in the single back pistol, second and one. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to be, he's going to fumble back at the 40, and senior high jumps on it. And there's just nothing Cole could do there. I mean, the Tigers have just been in there before he even has a chance to see what's going on tonight. I think the only thing you could argue there is maybe on second and one, try to run, but either way, senior high was in there. That was going to be ugly regardless of the play call. And unfortunately, Cole fumbles there. First and 10, Tigers take over. Just under nine minutes to go in the ball game, 34-21. Brock Hill in the pistol. Two wide receivers stacked on each side. Ricky Mills in there now, bringing in the big guns to uh, try to run this clock out and get out of here with a win. From the 41, Hill takes the snap. He's going to throw on first down. He's got Giante O'Brien over here on the near sideline, and he's pushed out of bounds at the 49. Not exactly sure why you would throw there. And he ran out of bounds. But it was a gain of eight. Second and two coming up. Down to the 49-yard line. Brock Hill in the pistol again. Two wide receivers stacked to each side. And we'll see if Lex gets aggressive here. If Brock Hill's going to throw, they got to jump around here. I mean, it's playoff time. You just got to take risks here. Hill takes the snap. He will actually, it's a blown play. <laughs> he didn't know. Ricky Mills was not coming up to take the handoff, and Brock Hill's going to lose a yard. They only said he lost a yard. 
man. Third down, third and three coming up. So the Minutemen not out of it yet if they can get a stop here. And you never know, too. Senior high may go for it on fourth down from right here. You got to stop them. Brock Hill and the pistol. They're going to run the clock down. 8.20 to go in the ballgame. 15 on the play clock, so they're going to run this down a little more. Brock Hill's got three split off to the right, one to the left. Jameer Petty in there at the tailback spot now. Third and three, big play. They'll send O'Brien in motion. They will fake the give, and Brock Hill's going to be stuffed. Gain of one. Fourth down coming up. Nick wants him to call a timeout, uh, but I don't know. It's, I mean, it's close, It's man. too early, I think, because oh. you still you got to get a score. Right. A timeout here really doesn't save you much. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess that's true. That's just the instinct in me. Brock Hill will go back as if he's going to punt. So Lex defense has really come on here. Late in the game. Offense just needs to get a score as Brock Hill gets a beautiful spiraling high punt away. And Eichler's going to catch it. And a senior high. Tiger runs into him after he calls for a fair catch. Unless they're going to say he was blocked into him, which of course that's oh what they're going to say. Goodness. I mean, my goodness, Caden Eichler pleading his case. How do you not? Caden Eichler. Because if Caden would have fumbled, they, it would have been a live ball. Well, and if he fell down, maybe he would have gotten the call. But since he didn't fall, I mean, he did take a hard shot, but he sure didn't did. fall. Unbelievable. And it's the long hair ref from <laughs> it Worcester. Is. It's always that guy that's involved in the bad calls. <sighs> oh, my goodness. How is that not a fair catch interference? You call for a fair catch, you get blasted making the fair catch. How in the world is that not something? And we've seen referees this year make up calls before. I mean, yeah. we've literally seen a referee, was it at West Holmes, I believe, literally made oh, up a call. Oh, gosh. It's brutal. So first and ten, Minutemen have it at their own 19-yard line. Got to score quick here. Pauly in the pistol with three wide, takes the snap, and it's going to be another screen play, but it's read beautifully and picked off by senior high, and that was Leo Hess in there who had a pick in the first game back in week six when these two teams matched up, and senior high just read that thing the whole way. They knew that was a screen from the second Lex took the snap. Oh, and man. now that may be the nail in the coffin. I'll tell you what, though. Aside from just a couple of tough breaks, Lexington was right there in this ball game and had a chance. But the bigger plays tonight just went to senior high. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They hit the big pass plays. Brock Hill had some big runs. Now they'll go in that power eye formation, and they'll give it. Jameer Petty dancing around. He's not going to go anywhere. And he'll be ripped down by Hudson Moore, who's <laughs> just adding to his season tackle total. Looks like they gave him a gain of one. <laughs> Second and nine coming up for senior high, and the clock just continues to run. 6.30 to go in the ballgame. Senior high with a 34-21 lead. 
Brock Hill. They're going to go in this power look again. Only one wide receiver. It's Miles Bradley split off to the right. Jameer Petty, the tailback. Brock Hill takes the snap. He gives Petty off the left side. He's going to be ripped down again by Hudson Moore. He gains a few more yards than the last one, but he ends up behind the line of scrimmage, but he gained about six yards. Hudson Moore literally Hudson picked him up. drove him all the way back. My goodness. <laughs> Hudson Moore is not happy right now. So that'll set up a third down and short. He'll carry this aggression over into basketball season. Which, unbelievably, it's right around the corner, starts man. <laughs> on Black Friday this year. Lexington heads to Clear Fork. And Crazy. It's almost already here. It is absolutely nuts. <laughs> so senior high here with a third and four. Brock Hill in the power formation again will fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to keep rolling right. He's going to have to throw, and it is tipped away and, inter and well, tipped away and out of bounds by D.J. Johnson. And good coverage there from D.J. out there outside. And we'll see here. They're going to send Sean Putt on. And, Nick, the only thing I think at this point that could get Lex back in this game is a blocked field goal return. They're due. Can I speak it into existence with 5.16 to go in the game? Hey, they've been close to blocking a couple PATs tonight. And they did block one. Yeah. This could be the one. And on a field goal, you can return it. So we'll see here. This could be interesting. This could oh. be a turning point, honestly. Corbin's going to fly off this edge. Duke Reese will hold. Snap is back. Hold is down. Kick is up. And it is good. Which, oddly, though, still, Nick, this is only a two-possession game still. Yeah. 37 to 21. So even though their chances are getting... Slimmer. <laughs> very, very, very slim by the second or by the minute. Lex still really not out of this thing yet. You'd have to score two touchdowns and get two uh, two-point conversions, but technically it is a two-possession game. And really here, Nick, I mean, senior high is just going to keep blitzing. Just oh gotta, yeah! You just got to get the throw out of there and make and let your wide receiver make a make a man miss and that's it. I mean, the, you just got to get that opportunity to make a man miss and hope for the best. But Lex, I mean, Cole Pauly's just had a hard time even getting the ball out of there tonight, as senior high has just been bringing the house on every play because they're they're playing for the run. So then when uh, you know, when Lex does pass, Senior High's already in there because they're playing the run and they're bringing eight people. So if you're Lex, you just got to get the, try to get the ball out of there and let your guys make a play here as there's only 5-11 to go. Sean Putt runs up and squibs it, and we're going to have an offside on Senior High on the <laughs> kick, which helps Lex. Yeah. And, Nick, why is it? I'm not saying anything negative, although I should. But why is it that the only referee that has thrown his flag tonight, seemingly, has oh. been the same guy Horseman. that <laughs> threw the flags at Worcester? <laughs> it's like the other referees just want to let the kids play, and this guy, has it's like he's he's got an over-under in Las Vegas. They're trying to bet on how many times he'll throw his flag, and the over-under is 20. I mean, my goodness. 
Even when he's not around and someone else throws a flag, he's got to throw his in there just to make sure his flag is seen. Literally. So here we go. Sean Putt will kick from the 35 now and squibs it again. And it's going to be caught by an up man. It's Scotty Roush. He's to the 39 and steps out of bounds on the far sideline. So 5.06 to go. Minute men. Well, to put it simply, they've got to score and get a two-point conversion as quickly as possible and then get an onside kick and do it again. And that's your simple recipe for a win tonight. Well, and even that would only send it to overtime. That wouldn't even get you the win. <laughs> right. Uh, but something else we're looking for, too, as the game winds down is can Carson Berry get in the scorebook somehow? Even if he kicks a field goal, it would still <laughs> – if he just scores, he becomes the new all-time record holder. Cole Pauly takes the snap. Give Carson Berry off the left side. Breaks a tackle. Gets outside 40. He's to the 45, Man. and he's trying to run and break the <laughs> – he's definitely running like he wants to break the record. As he tied Brad Gallick earlier, 152 points scored by Carson this year, 25 touchdowns and one two-point conversion <laughs> for how he scored this year. And uh, he did have – of those 25, one of them was a kick return against Ontario to start the second half back in week one. Second and two, minute, minute, they're on 46. Cole Polly in the pistol again, one wide receiver to each side. He's going to send Carter Newman in motion. He will give Carson Berry off the left side. He's going to fight and might have gotten a yard. And Lex will call a timeout here. And it's clear they're trying to get Carson some more touches, but really what you need to do is drive down the field and get a little bit closer and then let him get some carries. Yeah. Because it's just – I mean, he may bust one here, but his his ability tonight against this defense to bust a long one has just not been there because senior high is literally their game plan. I, I can guarantee you by watching this game in the coach's press box on the uh, – Opposite side of us over there for Mansfield. Their game plan was to shut Carson Berry down, and that's how we win. And so far tonight, it has worked. Because although the Minutemen have put together some nice drives, and even though Carson Berry has over 100 yards rushing, he just has not hit the big play. So the Minutemen use their first of three timeouts. And the Minutemen taking all their time here in this timeout. And they'll come out now on offense with a third and one. From their own 47-yard line, they trail by 16, 4-11 to go. Cole Polly in the pistol. Eichler and Newman split off to the left. Polly waits. He takes. He gives. Carson Berry off the right side. Trying to get the edge. He's over the 50 out to the senior high 47, a first down. And a gain of six. And now we'll see if Lex hurries up here. Yeah, they need to. Scotty Roush will bring the play in. Hudson Moore off the field now. They'll get the play in here quickly here. This is Cole Pauly trying to get something straightened out here with the sideline. So I almost want to take a shot down the field here. 
Scotty Roush, Cade Nykler off to the right. Carter Newman by himself off to the left. Cole Pauley in the single back pistol from the 47. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's going to be sacked, and he tried to get the ball out of there. And they may throw a flag for intentional grounding. As Cole was going down there and just tried to get it out. And it is intentional grounding, which... It'll be a big penalty here for Lex. And unfortunately, it's... Lex is running out of chances for... Uh, at least Carson tied the record, so his name will be in the record books, but really wanted to see him break that record and get it for himself. This is the first year in his career that he has played a, a full, healthy season without missing any games or really any snaps. Ball is now back on the 43-yard line. First and a mile for the Minutemen at their own 38. It's actually the 38, not the 43. The scoreboard's not even caught up yet. They'll take the snap. Pauly flips it out. Caden Eichler at the 40, trying to make a move. He's going to get to the 44. He still wasn't down yet, but they whistled him down as he was laying on top of the defender down at the 44. Gain of six. That'll set up second and 19 for the Minutemen. 3.15 to go. Trailing by 16. Scotty Roush will bring the play in. Carter Newman comes off to the right. Scotty Roush in the slot right. Caden Eichler split off to the left. Pauly in the single back pistol from the 44. It's second and 19. Pauly takes, and there was movement right there on the right side. Just the littlest. Littlest shoulder movement on the right side of the line for the minute, man. It's going to be a false start. Third and... Third and... 29 from their own 39-yard line. Lex sends two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Pauly in the pistol. He'll fake the give. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw right, and it is short of anybody in the area and incomplete. Fourth down and 29 coming up. No, fourth and 22. Can the scoreboard operator just get it right here? Because I'm not good at math by just looking at the lines on the side of the field when it's fourth and a mile. I can't count every single line. It's embarrassing me, Nick. Fourth and 20. Well, they're going to say fourth and 24 now. We're just going to go with the scoreboard. Fourth and 24. Minutemen with three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Pauly takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He flings it down the middle of the field. Nobody's there, and it's incomplete. And now Mansfield Sr. will have a chance to just run the clock out. Fourth 
And really, Nick, this game, the difference was made by the – with the injuries to the offensive line that Lex has taken over the course of the year. I mean, they've got a lot of good young kids coming up, but when you throw them out there for a playoff game against one of the best defensive lines they'll ever see, right? it's just a tough assignment. And that's where the game was won and lost on both sides tonight was on the lines. Rock Hill in the pistol. I mean, it's a 16-point game yeah. with two minutes left, I mean, and they're literally. still looking over to change the play. Just run the ball and let's get out of here. Rock Hill takes the snap, and he'll give it to Ricky Mills, who's going to be wrapped up and brought down at the 40. Loss of one, and a timeout Lex. Might as well use them. Playoff time. But if you're Mansfield senior, just run. Just, yeah. just run the ball. I don't know what's so complicated. Or take a knee. <laughs> Lex only has one more timeout. I mean, literally. I'm trying to go to Rancho Fiesta. And they close at 11. We're going to be here till 10:15, just waiting on Brock Hill to get the play call. Well, we'll certainly wrap up tonight in the post-game show by uh, thanking everyone we need to thank. But right now, thank you to all the people listening. It has been another tremendous season for us here at fearthevillage.com and bsbnradio.com. We appreciate you all. And, uh, you know, without you, we really wouldn't have a reason to do this, to be quite honest with you. It's been a pleasure to bring you Lexington football for our third year in a row. As Brock Hill takes the snap, fakes the give, they're going to throw. And it's intercepted by Jamarian Fagan. They're throwing with a 16-point lead and two minutes left. And the Minutemen, now they might have a shot yet to get Carson Berry in the scorebook again tonight. I mean, that's turnover number four for this Tiger offense. I mean, it's... For as good as a team as Mansfield Senior is, they really have not shown the ability to just run the clock out. Well, and then even if they get out of here with a victory next week, probably they'll have to play pa Padua. That I mean, they're going to be a tough team to play against. And if you turn the ball over four times, you're not going to win a game like that. Lex has one timeout left, and Senior High is throwing the ball with two minutes to go. That is unbelievable. Well, Lex will send four wide here out of the change of possession. Cole Pauly in the shotgun this time with Carson Berry on his left hip. Takes the snap. He's back. Flings it near side. Carter Newman caught it, the 35, and he hung on to it hey, he got as he took a right shot. The ball. Gain of about seven or eight there. Ricky Mills with the tackle. Carter Newman's had a night. Yeah, he's played well tonight for sure. Two touchdowns. He had a phenomenal touchdown grab. And he had a touchdown run tonight. And, man, the future for that kid is yeah, extremely bright. Only a sophomore. He'll be back. Two left, two right. Pauly in the shotgun again from the 34. He takes the snap, and he's back to pass. He throws. It's caught. Caden Eichler caught it out at the 38-yard line. And it'll be. He got a first down. He did get a first down, a gain of. 
four. He needed three, got four. He sure did take a hit, too. But he hung on, and he's still out there. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Pauly in the shotgun again. He takes the snap, and he's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. He's got his man. It's Carter Newman at the 41. And that was the toughest gain of three all night we've <laughs> yeah, seen for literally. Lex. But, man, Carter Newman, just phenomenal he's hands. catching everything. Well, they only gave him a gain of two on that. I'll give him the 40. Man. But he was knocked out of bounds, 134 to go. And at this point, obviously, Lex probably not going to win. But you, you just want to see him get down with a chance to score for Carson to set that record at this point. Well, yeah, maybe got to pull out a flea flicker here or something, get the – Get the ball down the field a little bit more. Two wide receivers left. It's Roush and Eichler. Two to the right. Pauly in the shotgun takes the snap. He's back. He throws, and it is caught by Caden Eichler at the 43. Another gain of three, and they're just kind of chipping <laughs> their way down the field here. Third and five coming up. Lex will hurry up. Eichler and Roush off to the left again. Craig and Newman off to the right. Cole Polly in the shotgun from the 43, takes the snap. He's back. He's throwing, and it is picked off by Jayante O'Brien. And now if Mansfield Sr. would just run the football like any other team in America would do in this situation, they should run the clock out here, and let's go home. 108 to go. If they throw here, I really have no idea why they would do that. If they throw here, I will be in awe. 37-21. Lex only has one timeout left. It looks like they're going to use it right now. Maybe get organized and yeah. get some uh, backups in the game. I'm not sure. Maybe they'll draw up some type of blitz or something, maybe try to get a turnover, but. I think he, I, I, I think he might have just called him in and telling him how. I mean, these kids, they haven't given up at all, man. Nope, they're not they're once fighting. This year. I mean, they're fighting that to the last whistle, and I think he might just be reiterating that right now to this defense. I mean, th I mean, this second half, they've really played their tails off, man. It's been a couple big plays, and it's been tough, you know. Well, we have just a second here. Thank you to our sponsors, BP Electric. Uh, Jen and Bob, just such great people. Uh, just so glad to have met them and formed a relationship with them. And such great supporters of the Lexington community and Lexington Athletics and, of course, us. So a big thank you to them for being our presenting sponsor all year long on the broadcast and on social media. Roby Foster, Miller, Eric. Uh, great insurance company, one that I use personally. They've been so good to us. Took a chance on us before we really had even done a broadcast. As Brock Hill takes a knee, want to thank uh, Life Support Team. Of course, that one's a little bit closer to my heart uh, than, than maybe the rest uh, because that is a company owned within my family. My dad started that company, so thank you to him for his support. Uh, some other sponsors, of course, the Material Girl, always sponsoring our uniforms. Uh, check them out, fashionedbyamg.com, especially around Christmas time. If you're shopping for your wife, girlfriend, daughter, got some great stuff there. Who else am I missing, Nick, as Brock Hill takes one final knee? 
Of course, uh, if you need a realtor, go to Josh oh, Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> Coldwell Banker, Maddox McCleary Realtors. Just bought, uh, brought on a late sponsor for the playoffs and into basketball season, Firefighter Bingo at the Fire Museum here in Mansfield on 4th Street. Hey, if you want a chance to win $4,800. Woo, big money. You can do that. Night out, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Go try to win some money playing bingo. But just a, a huge thank you to all of our sponsors. We could not be more grateful to have just completed our third season uh, following the Lexington Minutemen. Enjoyed doing it again for the third year. That's crazy. It's been three years already. Man, time and, flies. Uh, you know, even though they ended with a 4-7 and seven record, this team played much oh. better than that, and it was just such an entertaining team to watch. Coach Gerhardt put his stamp on this team, and they just fought. I mean, they are just a, a, a group of fighters. Unfortunately, though, they go down tonight here at Arlen Field, 37-21. Mansfield Senior, a great team, a 4C. They're not 9-2. and two. They'll move on to most likely take on Padua Franciscan out of Cleveland. That game will be here at Arlen Field next week. Lexington will drop to 4-7 and seven to end the season. But, hey, they made a playoff run uh, right at the end of the season to get in. Did some great things. Had a, a record holder now that will go down in the history books. Carson Berry ties the single-season scoring record. He and Brad Gallick now have both scored 152 points in a season. Brad did it back 14 years ago. Oof. Carson with 25 touchdowns tonight, or this year. Got one tonight, tied the record. It, this was just, you know, for a four and seven season, Nick. This was a special year to uh, yeah. to be a Lexington Minuteman fan and follow them and uh, bring all of you at home all of the action all year long. And uh, I guess our biggest thank you would come to you all at home for following us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and listening to all of our broadcasts. We could not be more grateful. This is just something we started online, just a, a little itty bitty thing three years ago, and. Who would have thought it would bloom into what it has? I mean, this is tremendous. Thousands of followers and listeners. And uh, we just we appreciate you so much at home. As Lexington huddles up for one final time, right down off to our left. Senior high celebrating down in the west end zone, and they'll get ready to play in week 12 next week. And with the end of football season, Nick, that means we are four weeks away tonight. Oh. From basketball season, Man, Black Friday. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Minute men led by Coach Hamilton will head to Clear Fork to open up the season in four weeks. And uh, <laughs> we look forward to talking to you there. Yeah, we'll get a nice uh, little break, though. We'll take nice just a, break. a quick two-minute break. We'll be back with stats, and we'll wrap up from here at Arlen Field. Once again, Senior High 37, Lex 21 on fearthevillage.com. VSBNRadio.com is your home for scores, updated standings, and archived broadcasts in case you miss even one single second of the action. For exclusive content from the game, like us on Facebook at VSBN Radio. And while you're at it, follow us at VSBN Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Varsity Sports Broadcasting Network, your source for sports in North Central Ohio. Online at VSBNRadio.com. Hey, this is Nick Michaels. Check out my weekly podcast, Trash Talk, on VSBNRadio.com, featuring area athletes and coaches, local sports updates, and more. 
Available now where you listen to your podcasts. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is a medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality of care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, they're currently hiring EMTs and paramedics. To find out more, give them a call at 419-522-2020. RFME wants you to know that not all insurance agencies are created equal. Some separate themselves by the experience and knowledge of their agents. Roby Foster Miller Eric, RFME, can trace its beginnings back to 1872, and as a group, their insurance professionals can point to over 130 years of insurance experience. Add to that the dozens of highly respected insurance companies that they represent, and you see why they are Mid-Ohio's insurance leader, RFME. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here to wrap up on the fearthevillage.com postgame show. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. It was 37-21 senior high beating Lexington for the second time this year. First time ever these two teams have matched up twice in the same season a.k.a. the first time they've ever played in the postseason against each other. I still can't believe that. That's an interesting stat. So we witness history in many ways tonight. <laughs> first time they've ever played twice in a year. Carson Berry ties the single-season scoring record. Uh, you know, just a lot of good things tonight. And a lot of good highlights, really, for Lex. But they just really that second quarter, it seemed like, could not get senior high off the field without letting them score a touchdown first. Uh, and that was sort of the difference in the game as the Minutemen offense was able to move the football, but just some tough breaks. And, uh, you know, senior high is just a tough team, especially up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just really are. Uh, Nick has stats for you from tonight's matchup. Nick? Yeah, it was just like Corey said. I mean, just the second and third quarter, like it's been all year, has been – Kind of the downfall for the Minutemen. Lex gave up 14 in the second quarter, and they gave up 13 in the third. Uh, end up only holding the Mansell Tigers to three in the fourth. So, overall, I mean, it's a tough game, tough way to end the season. But, uh, overall, Lex had 265 yards of total offense to Mansfield's 366. Uh, Lex ran eight more plays, averaged 4.3 yards per, per play, and Mansfield averaged 6.8 per play. Just had a lot of big plays tonight. It wasn't... Uh, the, the run game for Man- for Mansfield really wasn't that effective up the middle. It was the long run, the long QB draws from Brock Hill that really killed Lex. Uh, Le- uh, Mansfield ended up with 145 yards total of rushing offense to Lex's 137. Uh, through the air, Ma- uh, Lexington had 128 yards of offense, and uh, Mansfield had 221. Uh, notable players here, Brock Hill, 12 of 23, 221, three touchdowns, but had three interceptions, so, I mean, didn't really take care of the ball well at all. 
Uh, Mansell had four turnovers tonight. Uh, Cole Pauley, 15 of 29, 128, a touchdown, and he threw three interceptions, but a couple of those were just kind of garbage interceptions at the end. Uh, Carson Berry, 24 carries, 134 yards, and a touchdown, averaged 5.6 a run. They were really trying to get him in the end zone towards the end of the game, but just couldn't just couldn't get it in there for him. But uh, a, a phenomenal season from Carson. I mean, to be able to tie that record that's been standing for 14 years, I mean, just incredible from Carson. I mean, and when he's healthy for the whole season, that definitely helps. Uh, Jordan Byrice, two carries for 15 yards. Carter Newman, uh, he, he might be the BP, BP Electric player of the game tonight. I mean, he, he had two carries for 12 yards and a touchdown, and he also six receptions, 48 yards, and had the spectacular end zone catch uh, down in the far end zone, uh, just went right over the top and snagged it. So, And he's only a sophomore, so we still have two more years of Carter Newman, uh, and he'll be back. Brock Hill, 17 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, but really, and then, geez, Miles Bradley, seven receptions, 178 yards, and three touchdowns. And granted, he did have the have the long one down the sideline, but, I mean, it, it just – He's just so versatile. He's big. He's strong. He's athletic. So, I mean, tough, tough game for the Minutemen tonight overall. But some promising things to look forward to next year. Got got some big core guys coming back. You're losing some some key seniors. You're losing your quarterback in Cole Pauley. You're you're losing your your running back in Carson Berry. But you definitely have some kids in the ranks, hungry, ready to go play and uh, get some action next year. But four weeks away from basketball. Can't be here soon enough. It's really amazing. Yeah. Uh, how close we are to basketball season. I'm sure Coach Hamilton is uh, ready to go, and uh, we are too. But uh, it's a, you know, it's always sad when football season ends, and especially when you lose to your crosstown rival after playing really a good football game yeah. tonight. But uh, senior high, just the better team. And they get the win. Scores from around the area. Shelby takes care of Clear Fork for the second week in a row, 28-7. It was Highland 41, Lyndon McKinley 6, West Holmes 60, Sylvania Southview 14. Worcester, the 15 seed, upsets Olin Tangy Berlin 23-20. It was Clyde 56, Galleon 7. Buckeye comes back and beats River Valley 35-28. It was Green 53, Marion Harding 21. Sandusky Perkins 34 Lutheran West, 14. Uh, we'll see if there's anything missing here. Of course, there's a slew of games tomorrow night, but uh, we won't hit all of those. Uh, Tiffin Columbian beats Cloverleaf, 48-14. And uh, that's all we've got for you tonight. Other than, I will say, uh, Edison beats Bellevue, 23-22. A huge upset there. Wow. Want to... Uh, Give a huge thank you to the girls, uh, Rachel Durbin, Kayla Durbin. Great job this year on the sidelines. Uh, they only had to really tough out a couple of bad weather games. It was really a mild year bad. for them. So uh, probably the best of the three years so far for them, although tonight was a cold one. I'll give them that. But uh, really the rain held off for the most part uh, tonight Yeah, for the girls Just down there. Just a little bit of mist. Nothing too bad. Uh, but please follow them. Uh, we appreciate their hard work so much, and, and you should too. Uh, if you just check out what they do, it's really unbelievable. On Instagram at VSBN Radio, uh, Twitter at VSBN Radio, Facebook. We have a group page. Just search uh, VSBN 
or VSBN Radio as well there. Make sure you follow the group page, though. We also have a business page, but the group page is really where we do the bulk of our activity. YouTube, VSBN TV, we appreciate the uh, subscribers there uh, if you'd help us out as well. And check out all of the girls' hard work. Thank you. Another year in the books uh, for my statistician, Nick Lazier, and color commentator. Nick, any final words? No, just, I mean, great season. Hate to see it end this way, but, I mean, this this team was definitely better than their record showed. I mean, had a couple heartbreakers, but, I mean, this team just, I mean, never stopped fighting, gave it their all the whole game, every game. I mean, that's that's one thing Coach Gerhardt always preaches that, he wants his kids to fight to the end yep. and play hard to the whistle. And, that, I mean, that's what these guys did. I mean, they flew around. They hit hard. They gang tackle. I mean, it's, it's a good football team. No, Just, the Gerhardt stamp is on this team for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, senior high improves to 9-2. and two. They'll play again next week, likely against Padua Franciscan here at Arlen Field. Uh, Lexington falls to 4-7 and seven on the year, and that's how their year will end. Uh, but a great ride it was. Uh, easily could have had a winning record, but a couple of games got away from them. But just such an entertaining team. A high-scoring, high-octane offense all year, and uh, it was a fun one. And we appreciate you being along for the ride. And uh, well, one final time for 2021. We'll talk to you in four weeks as Lexington plays clear fork in basketball on Black Friday. But until next year for football, I'm Corey Durbin saying one final time. The Minutemen fall in a heartbreaker tonight and end the 2021 season with a loss here at Arlen Field. Mansfield Senior 37, Lexington 21. We'll talk to you in four weeks. And, uh, hey, have a good month until we talk to you again.